Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. story for three years we would not put it on the air first of all i was told who's jeffrey epstein no one knows who that is this is a stupid story and then alan dershowitz was also implicated it was unbelievable what we had clinton we had everything i tried for three years to get it on to no avail and now it's all coming out and i freaking had all of it brad edwards the attorney three years ago saying like aunt like we there will come a day when we will realize jeffrey epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known Do I think he was killed? A hundred percent. Yes, I do. He made his whole living blackmailing people. There were a lot of men in those planes who visited that island, a lot of powerful men who came into that apartment. You are fake news. You suck, you Very fake news. I had it all three years ago. Oh, good for you! Skank free wherever he is. You are a terrific team on all counts. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping Matt woke. All right, go, go. Take five, four, three. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. You can't ask anyone about that. People often do. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. Flanked on my right, as always, except for last week. Because you'll never see the show again. It's deleted. We'll see how long this one lasts, at least on YouTube. Because YouTube has... uh, has outright deleted at this point last week's episode because we named the alleged whistleblower, whose name is certainly not Erica Chiaramello, although I think it's something close to that, as has been reported by numerous news outlets. Uh, YouTube is joining Facebook in saying the mere mention of a name is to be censored on their platform wherever it exists. Uh, And to me, I don't know about you, but to me, this is the biggest social media censorship scandal we've seen to date. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It seems like it hit all of us too. So we'll get into all the information uh, as it relates to our show and other content creators you may enjoy. All that plus, you heard it in the intro, Project Veritas releases a leaked recording of ABC News's Amy Robach saying ABC quashed uh, the big Epstein story she had all assembled three years ago. And um, unsurprisingly, even she does not believe that Epstein killed himself. Find me the person who does. Yeah, really. A Mexican drug cartel murders, was it nine? Was it nine family members who were killed? My God. Family members uh, of a Mormon family in a horrendous attack. Uh, We'll have all the information on that. It seems like uh, Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr., is a controversy magnet this week. So he gets on The View to see, uh, he's he's talking to Joy Joy Behar and Whoopi on the on the View, yeah. And he brings the world a recollection of Joy Behar's blackface scandal, 
And then uh, all over Twitter today, it's lighting up that the, the Nick Fuentes, Team Nick Fuentes and the Groypers, as they're called. Groypers, am I pronouncing that correctly? You I'm too are. Old, too old Don't for this crap. Don't date yourself, though, yeah. Too old for this crap. But, uh, but they go after, not necessarily Don Jr., but the Turning Point event that, uh, that he's participating in. So we'll take a look at some of the footage from earlier today. And, uh, well, we'll close with... <laughs> Maybe it's hoax hate. An alleged use of the N-word prompts Popeye's employees in Tennessee to body slam a woman who sustained numerous broken bones. We'll get to to what's crucial in this case. Did she, in fact, use the N-word? We'll have to see if we can assess the evidence. And, uh, of course, we will take super chats on YouTube or Streamlabs in between topics 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good low-down money grabbers. It's going to be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show-related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from listener-owned businesses, of course. This week's feature business is uh, our friends over at Black Rifle Garb. Black Rifle Garb offers apparel to celebrate the Second Amendment. And the clothes are not only... Uh, the clothes are recognized, I should say, by elite individuals who know and love the AR-15. I'm a big fan of their subtle styles. They show patriotism and 2A enthusiasm without being loud about it. I love the graphic of the flag made out of AR parts. I love the graphics of the SIG, Smith & Wesson, or Glock slide serrations. And I also love that Bryce, who runs Black Rifle Garb, is a listener of the show. He's offering 5% off store-wide using the promo code MCLISTENER. Uh, And if you take advantage of that offer, you're helping out the show as well. So find everything from Black Rifle Garb plus special deals from all of our listener-owned businesses, our friends over there, including Phoenix Ammunition, Sonoran Defense, Flyover States, and Charity Swipes at MattChristensenMedia.com. Deals for listeners by listeners. Also want to start out the show by saying uh, Happy Veterans Day to uh, to all of our friendly vets out there. Anyone who has yep. served, uh, all their families, appreciate everybody this weekend. Uh, and and everybody's contribution to this country. So thank you for that. Uh, And thanks for making this show possible, at least for now. More on that uh, in a moment. Other uh, disclaimer, I do have the Vikings game on over there for people (laughs) that are wondering. So I might peek, but I will not allow it to to, uh, grab my focus. Um, Do have a few contributions from listeners that deserve uh, a shout-out briefly. Um. Our friend uh, Mitchell, or uh, listener Mitchell, submitted this pumpkin. We've seen a couple pumpkins carved. So Mitchell put together an MC pumpkin, which is very cool. Thanks for cool. doing that. Thank you. And then uh, a lot of meetups <laughs> going on, as always. This one out of Hampton Roads, Virginia. Looks like a good, uh, a good group there. Glad to see you guys are having fun. We got a uh, big meetup in Nashville. Nice. In case you were wondering whether or not Epstein killed himself, they are <laughs> terrifying. Glad to see you guys had fun as well. And then look at this group in Maine. Big group on what is apparently a, a rented property, I, I gather. This is from organizer uh, Siobhan. Did we have she like says, an Airbnb meetup? Something like that. That's she cool. She says, we had 10 people from Massachusetts and Rhode Island and did not kill each other. Well, that's a start. <laughs> yeah. And we all met through this group, and we have one pair of new roommates, one couple, and another pair of potential roommates. Oh, my god! Got some gosh. people going to Massachusetts together, too. We're watching as a group tonight from Bryant Pond, Maine. So Hi shout out to the listener party in Bryant Pond. 
Normally, I like to kind of warm up the show a little bit with some quick stories or some stupid stories or something we can laugh at, but this story... This is a stupid story. I guess. I mean, I'm so pissed off after how this unfolded, and I don't want to waste any time. So I want to make the audience clear about what happened with last week's episode. I've had plenty of emails of people looking for it, and you can't find it on YouTube. Recall last week, as I mentioned at the top of the show here, we discussed the potential identity of the alleged whistleblower, and I'll choose my language very carefully, the potential identity of the alleged whistleblower, YouTube. Certainly not Erica Chiaramello. That much we do know, but this was, uh, this was, of course, reported first by Real Clear Investigations and several additional news outlets at the time. It's not like we broke news. We did not unmask somebody. We I didn't know. uncover this information. Okay, so out of the blue on Friday night, and I don't think it's unreasonable for me to be so cynical as to say even the timing of late on a Friday night wasn't late my time, but, you know, everybody's doing their own thing on Friday night. They're focusing on their email. They're not focusing on the news. That's when I get this mysterious email from, uh, from, from uh, YouTube. And the email reads as so. I'm not going to read you the whole thing because it's just nonsense. But some of the highlighted segments here are of note. So they said they take the video down. You click the link. It leads to last week's podcast episode. Or they didn't take it down. They put, I've never seen this before. They forced it into private mode. Why didn't they just take it down? So if, if you're not keen on YouTube and you're unclear what that means, you when you have a video up, you can have it public. Anyone can watch it. It's promoted to all of our subscribers or at least pushed to them in theory. Unlisted means it's up there, but it's kind of hidden. Like you'll only see it if you have the link. And private means that it's still on my channel technically, but you have to be approved by me to see it. You have to be logged in and approved by me. And there's nothing I could do to change this. And this is... So I've never seen them do that, first of all. I've never seen them say it's forced into private mode. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is their explanation. Because the video doesn't contain enough context for us to determine if it violates our guidelines, your video is now only visible to you in private mode. That's not okay. an answer. <laughs> like, what, what in God's name does that mean? Take your pick. Take your guess. I don't know. But then it gives me a, a whole weird list of potential steps I can take to fix this. So it's not telling your video doesn't contain enough context for us to determine. Well, if you can't determine if it violates your rules, how then who gives a shit? Why would I determine if it violates yeah. your rules? Also, how are we supposed to do the show in the future without specific instructions on what we can and cannot say to avoid this again? Also, the stream is two and a half hours. So mind you, at this point, I have no idea what it is that they're taking issue with. That has not been explained to me at this point. So I'm left guessing. And here's what they say I can do. Uh, make sure you have another copy of the video on hand. You can download one if you want. And then point two, make changes to the video content. For highly sensitive Ow. content, provide the context within the video or providing content co uh, context within the video is crucial. You can add text overlays or voiceover commentary. Well, I mean, that's all this show is, is voiceover commentary. Yeah, exactly. What the hell am I supposed to add to it? And then they say, well, you haven't received a strike, but take a few minutes to review our community guidelines and uh, the guidance on providing uh, context. They never told me what it is that we did or said. And they never told me what I would have to do to fix it. Even if they had said, hey, it's because you named the potential whistleblower or the alleged whistleblower. 
fix it is a nonsensical directive. Wh what do you want me to say? What do you mean do a voice? Is there something specific you're asking me to say? Yeah. Yeah. Let me guess. They didn't give you an answer. Okay. So uh, obviously this email leaves me wondering what the hell is going on. I start thinking through last week's stream and I think, well, what did we show? I, I expected an issue with that abortion Halloween costume, that like self-abortion. Right. So you blurted out. Yes. But okay. I thought, well, maybe it was still over the top. Maybe, maybe they don't like that. And then I so said I, that we should probably kill this person. Oh, there was that. I forgot about that. I said that's we need to stick issue. right wing death squads on this specific tranny, but that that's apparently true. was not the issue. That's not the issue at all. Yeah. Not not at all. And by the way, it was a drag queen, not a tranny. I want to whatever. Be oh my god. <laughs> because there is a difference. I guess uh, fine, whatever. Reasons. Anyway. Uh, I, I was left to go to Twitter to try to figure out what the hell is going on. And people pointed me to this breaking news at the time uh, through Oliver Darcy, who you'll remember as one of the guy who helped get Alex Jones banned off YouTube right. and elsewhere. Headline, Facebook and YouTube say they are removing content mentioning potential whistleblower's name. Oh, okay. And then I remember, that's right. I source all of our links. I source all of our material so yeah. people can vet it for themselves. I go to the, to the description on the... Um, of the actual stream, because I can still look at it while it's in private mode. Sure enough, there's a link in there that says Real Clear Investigations Names, not Erica Chiaromello, as the <laughs> as the uh, alleged whistleblower. Alleged. So I delete that. Alleged, and then alleged, alleged whistleblower. I delete that, and I appeal to YouTube, and I'm like, okay, if this is the issue, you haven't explained to me, and this, was, this isn't part of the terms anywhere. What the hell's going on? Okay. Uh, I also noticed on Twitter at the time that we're not the only ones getting this sting. So a lot of YouTubers you guys may know are experiencing the same thing. Anthony Brian Logan, he got hit the same time we did. Uh, our friend Neo Unrealist got hit about the same time. Tim Pool. Tim Pool's now suspended on Facebook for what? using... Yes, he, he can't post to Facebook for X amount of time for using the word, the name. Yikes. Uh, Dan Bongino, of course, is all over this stuff. His episodes are being taken off of YouTube and they've all, we've all received this exact same email. As far as I understand this generic unclear, Hey, don't violate the rules and fix it. Well, what did I do? Fix it kind of email, right? They're not telling us what's going on. Um, okay. So I, now I have some context about what's going on here and I have, I don't have it confirmed to me, but one can piece what piece together what's going on. So I get on, uh, I get on chat, YouTube chat, their help chat, because that's the only angle that I have. I don't have a contact at YouTube. Uh, there's nobody I can, I can go to. So, but I didn't tell them, hey, I know this is why you guys are doing it, because I wanted to see, will they just tell me this? I'm not even going to bring up the alleged whistleblower. Will they just say it straight up? The rep at YouTube, this chat agent, could not give me a specific reason why our stream is forced into private mode. And... <laughs> And it says he's forwarded it to their investigation team and they will email me back with a finding. Then I get an email uh, this morning. In fact, I get an email this morning and this is what it says. Hey, Matt, I hope you're doing well. I've received an update from the internal team and upon further investigation, 
they found that the content in question has already been removed from the site. It may take some time for video search results and thumbnail images to disappear from the site, but typically this does not take more than a couple of days. Please Why be assured. would that be your question about yeah, it's what's like, going on? It's like I was asking them to delete it, and now they're like, we're happy to report that it's gone. Yeah. Please be assured that the video is no longer viewable. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Okay, and at this point, I, I email them and rip them a new one because, of course, they're not explaining the rules. They're taking everyone's money. We're earning them thousands of dollars a year, this show is. They're taking money that we generate. They're taking money from the audience. They're disrespecting everybody. Needless to say, I sent back an email that would, I guess, need a few retract, uh, redactions to, uh, to air on YouTube these days, maybe. But this is what they get. I mean, I tried to be fair with them and say, will you at least explain the rules to me? And they, and they won't do that. Uh, so, as it stands right now, you can't access the stream from Sunday on YouTube. It's not coming back. Frustrating components here. There's no explanation for why they won't tell us that it's because we named the alleged whistleblower. There's no, they won't explain to me what I did wrong. And there's no explanation for what we can do to avoid this in the future. Now you might say, okay, we'll just don't name the guy's name and you'll avoid this in the future. But the point is they invented a rule that was not a After. rule known to us yeah. on Sunday when they name the rule, they articulate the rule and you think, okay, dumb rule or not, I can decide if I want to follow it and suffer the consequences if I don't. They just made up a rule here and retroactively, retroactively applied, it. applied it. Yeah. And they'll do this again in the future. Um, so, so that's very frustrating. I want to, I want to touch on the various angles of, of scandal here, because I mentioned, I think this is the most significant social media censorship scandal to date. I mean, obviously, I don't see an YouTube's not giving me anything else that I can believe other than coordination between the Democratic Party and Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. What other what other possible explanation could I believe at this point as someone who strives to be fair and to understand everybody's right. side? There's nothing they and they're not giving me. A so reason you have to, believe to think that. that this guy's litigious and, you know, he's poor because he's some low level employee. So you have to think that somebody else is footing the bill for his attorney who's enforcing all of this. Ah, so you're thinking maybe they're going to they're going to get YouTube on the hook for like some kind of defamation. For sure. Why else would they be? Why, why, why else would they give a shit? There's not enough why of a political reason to save this person. I mean, Nobody. my interpretation was like, you are doing the work of the Democrats and the Democrats insist that this guy remain anonymous as though that could possibly happen. Yeah, that's that's possible. But it just seems like they would be more consistent. Like, why? Why would they be doing it about this? This has never happened to our show before. No, I, I've never seen anything like this on YouTube happening to anybody. They usually will say why something happened, even if it's a BS reason that you don't like. In this case, yeah. they're just leaving everyone in the dark. Secondarily, the standard that you can't say a guy's name. Yeah. Okay, obviously threats, harassment, private information, doxing, that sort of thing. But the standard that someone whose name is out there in the public sphere, uh, relevant to arguably the biggest news story in the United States right now, that saying the name is banned content. I mean, it's one thing if, if, if it was the litigious angle, it's like, you can't say this person is the whistleblower. Right. Okay. I mean, maybe there's a standard of true false there and a defamation angle. What if I say Erica Chiaramello is a very nice person. 
I can't say that. No, it was merely by naming him. And, and although I would like to point out that we did call him the alleged whistleblower on multiple occasions on the show. Yeah, I think. And that's why the context angle was so dumb. In no way did we present it as certainty. Right. We qualified it many ways, including in response to a super chatter who yeah. was asking like, well, this is unsubstantiated. You know, should you discuss this? Yeah, I mean, fair question. That's why we're providing all the contextual information. Yep. Um, and I just want to emphasize too, and I'll be done on this because I don't want to drag on too long. There's important content to get to. YouTube, I think the, the understated part of this scandal is YouTube refusing to be honest with its creators and its audience. Have your yeah. rules. We'll all decide if we want to abide by them or not. But they're refusing to even say the rules except for this spokesperson speaking to CNN. They're not speaking directly with their audience or the creators. And all the while they're cashing in. And I think that is disgraceful and unethical. They, they, they're willing to use this show to line their pockets for years. And the second they have some weird arbitrary rule, they just hit the delete key and leave mm -hmm. us in the dark. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a, I take it as a personal middle finger, not just on my own behalf and yours, but on behalf of the audience that makes this show happen each and every week, that they're willing to just turn their back because someone said a word, a name that is on some weird band list. I mean, think of that. You can, you can use every other word in the world. You can say the N word, you can say the F word, whatever F word you want. You can't say the name, not Erica Chiaramello. Yeah. It's the only no, no word like that, that I'm aware of. And it does raise questions about whether or not this is uh, being viewed by YouTube every time our, our podcast, if somebody's watching every week. I mean, it was a bot that recognized this. Yeah. Somebody had to review this the whole episode. So to be clear with the audience on how I believe this process played out, as I mentioned, the name was in the description of the video in the links. I believe a bot identified that name immediately hid our video because they don't want anything related to that. I appealed, then a human looked at it, then they say, now it's deleted. Yeah. That is how I believe it happened. But I'm not sure that's the case with everybody. Some people I don't think had the text of it anywhere. It's just in your voice. So uh, this is also not, uh, unless you have more to say about this particular case, this is no. also not a, the only significant case of YouTube censorship this week. Right. There was still more YouTube political censorship related to uh, the Daily Signal, which is an arm of the Heritage Foundation. In 20, I think the... Video was posted in 2017. I don't think they recently posted it. But in any case, the recording is from 2017. And it's a interview with Dr. Michelle Critella, a pediatrician and executive director of the American College of Pediatricians. And I looked, they are an SPLC designated hate group, which tells me they're onto something. Which tells me that's a good group. I want to hear what they have to say. Now, there are portions of this segment back up on YouTube after it was banned. Here is some of what that doctor has to say about the treatment of so-called transgenderism. Congratulations, it's a boy. Or congratulations, it's a girl. As a pediatrician for nearly 20 years, that's how many of my patient relationships began. Our bodies declare our sex. Biological sex is not assigned. Sex is determined at conception by our DNA, stamped into every cell of our bodies. Human sexuality is binary. Either you have a normal Y chromosome and develop into a male, or you don't, and you will develop into a female. There are at least 6,500 genetic differences between men and women. 
hormones and surgery cannot and do not change this. If I walk into my doctor's office today and say, hi, I'm Margaret Thatcher, my physician will say I am delusional and give me an antipsychotic. If instead I walked in and said, I am a man, he would say, congratulations, you're transgender. If I were to say, doctor, I am suicidal. I'm an amputee trapped in a normal body. Please surgically remove my leg. I'll be diagnosed with body identity integrity disorder. But if I walk up to that same doctor and say, I'm a man, sign me up for a double mastectomy, my physician will. No one is born transgender. If gender identity were hardwired in the brain before birth, identical twins would have the same gender identity 100% of the time. They don't. More commonly, the child has misperceived family dynamics and internalized a false belief. Okay, all of that Ooh, is true. It's totally Truth sensible. Bomb. Yeah. You can debate it if it's there's nothing in there that any reasonable person would say that's a hateful attack on other people. But on Tuesday, the Daily Signal reported that YouTube had removed the video giving the message, quote, this video has been removed for violating YouTube's policy on hate speech. Pressed by the Daily Signal for more information, YouTube indicated the censorship was for the particular sentence, this sentence verbatim. If you want to cut off a leg or an arm, you're mentally ill. But if you want to cut off healthy breasts or a penis, you're transgender. That was deemed the hate speech. Yeah. Um, and it should be obvious that none of this video is actually hate. You can go watch the full thing if you want. None of it is actually hateful towards transgender people. The video is about how best to deal with the issue. A spokesperson for the Daily Signal said, uh, quote, we believe transgender individuals and any individual struggling with gender identity issues should be treated with love and respect. Another spokesperson added, we agree with the spirit of the YouTube policy that every person should be treated with respect and that every conversation should be civil. But here's where we disagree. As our nation debates the whole issue, issue of gender identity and parents consider whether to give their children hormone treatments, we need to have a robust, fact-filled, serious debate. Shouldn't parents have all the information they need, especially when it comes to life-altering medical decisions of their children? And who better to have that debate than our doctors? Yeah, this is this is crazy. I can't believe they did that. And that, actually, I, I think it's kind of arbitrary, the, the section that they they took out. So if I'm to understand this correctly, they just edited a portion of the video out. If, if this report that I saw is accurate from PJ media, YouTube said this sentence is the one at issue, but, but what I'm curious about, and maybe you're getting at is it's the one that says, if I want to chop off my leg, you call me ill. If I want to chop off my penis, I'm transgender. But she said that in several different ways, right? They just took issue with the one, which I don't have the footage. Which was the most direct one I suppose yes and I don't have the footage or the the audio clip of her saying that because now it's gone unreal so you can say the same idea several different ways but if one way is like too direct too edgy even though they're all fundamentally the same concept yeah this is uh (laughs) this is the age that we're entering uh on YouTube I suppose and um I just want to address people's concerns with this too and what to plan on going forward so Several people in my Twitter mentions have asked us to, to leave YouTube entirely, and I get it, and I share the views on principle. Uh, however, I do think that we have to be realistic about where most available uh, minds to change, and I think fundamentally that's what we're in this for, is 
changing minds and, and having some influence about what we believe to be true, those minds are still on YouTube for now. And I don't, I don't yeah. want to abandon ship. I don't know how you feel, but I built my name on YouTube. And if I have to leave, I want them to push me out. Like yeah, really. You have to delete me. I'm it's not like leaving. like the this. asshole boyfriend where you're like, you're going to break up with me. <laughs> you're going to break up with me. Yeah. I will ride this one out. I will spite make videos once every two months if I yeah. have to until you kick me off. It's like if this is a bar and they're the bartender. No, dude, you're coming out from behind the bar and you're pushing you're my ass out, yeah. out onto the street. Yeah. I want that show. Uh, and and the, the other thing, too, is the people who support this show and make it possible. Of course, thank you for putting us in position to carry on despite this nonsense. My uh, I feel obligated to them to make the show available where they want to watch it or consume it. So if that's YouTube, as the vast majority of it is. Great. Good for you. If that's DLive, I'll put it there. If that's BitChute, I'll put it there. If it's just audio, I'll put it there. But I don't want to suddenly pull the rug out from probably 90% of the audience, maybe more, that views yeah. this show on YouTube. I just don't think it's fair to the people who are supporting us, even though I'm sure a lot of them would be willing to come over if we forced the issue. Mm-hmm. My philosophy on this is I'll make it available where you want to consume it. And if consumers choose another platform, I'm there. I'm there for you. Um, and of course, if you have had it with YouTube, if this is the final straw for you, there's always a uh, backup of the video show on BitChute and DLive linked in the description and on my website. Yep. Anything else before we move on to uh, the latest Epstein scandal update? Uh, no, let's do it. Okay. So I'm sure everyone's seen this by now, but just in case you missed it this week, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas dropped a leaked recording of ABC News' uh, Good Morning America co-host Amy Robach. In uh, this recording, reportedly from August, I've seen conflicting reports. One says July and one says August, but obviously it was after Epstein's death. Robach claims to have had significant reporting on Epstein and his associates ready for publication, but ABC News quashed it. This is what she had to say. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. We were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will say, oh, that we that also quashed the story. And then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I tried for three years to get it on to no avail. And now it's all coming out. And it's like these new revelations. And I freaking had all of it. I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God, we, it was, um, what what we had was unreal. Brad Edwards, the attorney three years ago saying like, uh, like we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. I had it all three years ago. So do I think he was killed? A hundred percent. Yes, I do. Because you want he made his whole living blackmailing people. There were a lot of men in those planes, a lot of men who visited that island, a lot of powerful men who came into that apartment. And they made it seem as though he made that suicide attempt two weeks earlier, but his lawyers claimed that he was roughed up by his cellmate around the neck. That was all like to plant the seed. 
Ghislaine Maxwell. She knows everything. That's she should right. be careful. Well, she was his, like, yeah. she went out and recruited all of these girls. She should watch her back. Because if she goes, I mean, I'd have, like, security guards all around me. Hmm. Yeah, okay, when I first saw this, I was like, she must be so jazzed that this got released because now everybody knows that that she knew what was going on and she tried to get the story out. And then as I, I mentioned this on Wednesday, so sorry if I'm repeating myself. As I, I watched a few more times and I was like, she's just mad she got scooped. That's all she cares about here. If we were in this situation, like I would hope that, that I would be the kind of person that would be like, this getting the story out is more important than my stupid career. Like why even be a journalist Unless, if you're not going to fall yeah. on the sword for a massive story uncovering widespread pedophilia? The one qualifier I would say is the tape from through Project Veritas is cut up. I've not seen an unedited full version of it. Maybe it's out there. Well, you think that she it. talks about how she's so sad and she couldn't sleep it's, at night because of all these girls and I'm everything? Just, I'm just saying it's possible. Like I've, there are parts of her commentary that are probably omitted, even though I don't think it's likely. I just, I want to note that for people, but yeah, I mean, based on what we have, it does seem that she is more concerned about her career prospects than man. I'm really bummed. All those kids continued to uh, be abused or even the truth of the matter for that. Like, you know, it, it seems like she's saying I had it. Nobody else did. Well, I mean, what about just the public knowing the truth yeah, of, and uh, your stupid network is saying that nobody knows who Jeffrey Epstein is, blah, blah. I hate to say this. I don't hate to say this. You know who's been talking about this for friggin' like 12 years? Hmm. Alex Jones. <laughs> I, knew, I knew who Epstein was in like 2007. Really? Yeah. Everybody knew that was, that was listening to Alex Jones. He was constantly talking about Lolita Island and or Lolita Express and Pedophile Island and everything like that. I mean, we, we need to give it to Alex Jones when he deserves it. He's been talking about this for like a decade. Uh, yeah, I, the future could be a future of Alex Jones vindication. That would not shock me at all. Uh, <laughs> Mike Cernovich has also been talking about this forever. What would shock me more is people in these mainstream outlets actually being correct about anything. And, um, you know, take uh, I, I get it. Alex Jones has said a lot of kooky things. But that's the point. Over time, I wonder, is he in fact any kookier than the rest of the people reporting information these no. people are flat out insane as demonstrated by amy robach and abc news's respective statements responding to the release of this tape so amy robach says as a journalist as the epstein story continued to unfold last summer i was caught in a private moment of frustration I was upset that an important interview I had conducted with Virginia Roberts didn't air because we could not obtain sufficient corroborating evidence to meet ABC's editorial standards about her allegations. Bullshit. Like, they just wanted to have, what she say, Will and Kate, Will and Kate on <laughs> to appeal to all of these, you know, housewives that are watching TV in the middle of the day. Like any man gives a shit about Will and Kate, an interview with Will and Kate. Like you people. You nuked your credibility and let a bunch of girls continue to get molested because you wanted to have more interviews with a bunch of royals that no one gives a shit about? Are you serious? My comments about, here's what she has to say, my comments about Prince Andrew and her allegation that she had seen Bill Clinton on Epstein's private island were in reference to what Virginia Roberts, so Virginia Roberts is an alleged Epstein victim, correct? Right. Okay. What Virginia Roberts said in the interview in 2015, I was referencing her allegations her allegations, not what ABC News had verified through our reporting. 
But you said I had it all. I mean, presumably yeah. you had additional information. The interview itself, while I was disappointed it didn't air, didn't meet our standards. In the years since, no one ever told me or the team to stop reporting on Jeffrey Epstein. And we have continued to aggressively pursue this important story. ABC News says, uh, at the time, not all of our reporting met our standards to air. And we have never stopped investigating the story ever since we've had... Uh, a team on this investigation and substantial resources dedicated to it. The work has led to a two-hour documentary and six-part podcast to air in the new year. Yeah, after the story They took the stream broke. down, by the way. Our stream? Yep, they took down our stream on YouTube, I believe. Check the chat. Is it still going? Nope. <laughs> uh, head over to DLive if you can hear this. Let's see what's going on. One of these days, we're going to have a hot mic moment when we get axed on YouTube and we're still going oh, on DLive. Oh, my God. That's how dude. it's going to happen. Well, what do we do now? Uh, people are heading over to DLive. Let's see. Let me check my email and see what's going on. Well, <laughs> do, do, do. I mean, we prepped a whole show. I'm going to do the show. I'm not going to not do the show. And then what? Can we post it to YouTube after? Uh, no, apparently not. I mean,. <laughs> YouTube sport. Shit. Hi. Okay. Here. Here. They they sent me the same stock email. They sent me the same stock email. Are you kidding? How many people were watching? Uh, <laughs> oh my god, dude. I okay. Bear with us. I mean, the stream is kind of fucked right now, but um. I, I have to take a moment to just post out on Twitter so people understand what's going on. They, this stream in which no one has said the guy's name. You did say it. You said not Eric Chiaramello. No, I said Erica Chiaramello. <laughs> yeah, not Erica Chiaramello. Oh, my God. You, I'm tweeting out. YouTube... Tonight, YouTube has pulled tonight's stream for... Wearing this shirt and saying that Erica Chiaramello is not the whistleblower. Okay, tweet out a picture, and then I guess I guess we'll just carry on on D Live. I mean, what what else what else are we supposed to do? We can't restart the stream on YouTube. Um, mm, we could try. We probably should do that. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let's strategize one second. Let me get this posted so that people out there know what's going on. And then we could, although I know this is going to be a lot of work, we could edit out the segment on no, the show. I'm, okay. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I understand. Uh, agreeing to their premise here. Um. Okay, but I agree. Let's. Let's, let's try do, again on YouTube. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, as I post this. Oh, I'm sorry, Sky. No, I actually think it's hilarious. I, I forgot to mention during the uh, during that that exchange, this is a censorship hill that I'm prepared to die on. Yeah, yeah, this is absurd. Okay. This litigious soy face faggot. God, look at that guy. Look at that guy. You want to tell me that guy doesn't have low T? <laughs> okay, let's tweet this out. Um, okay, thanks for standing by on DLive. I'm going to end the stream, and to actually get it to restart a new one, I have to give it um, about a minute or two, because if I just restart it again, it thinks it's the same stream. So stand by. We'll be right back.
Uh, give it give it max five minutes. Okay, we're gonna go back live. Uh, I'm just gonna let it go, and <laughs> you can tell me if the chat reengages. I am trying. It's not the live chat's not coming up. It's gonna take a second, just because it's got to kind of it's got to hit the internet and go back and come back to you and all that. So nothing so far. Are we live now? Yes. So you know, don't say any. Don't say the words you can't, don't say the name you can't say. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we're live. Um nobody nobody in the chat? I can't even pull up the chat. Really? Okay, let me let me <clears throat> Let me see what's going on. Oh, they set it to private. <laughs> okay, I'm going to restart. I'm going to restart. Unless, actually, if I let this go for a little bit, let's see. Let's see it. if it saves. Will it save? I'm going to reload. Otherwise, I might have to actually restart the stream again. Oh, I, thanks for everybody who is on DLive and actually able to hear. Okay, wait. I see people in the chat now. You do? I see some people. I just refreshed. Aha. Huzzah. Yeah, so do I. Okay, okay. So I'll let people... Okay, I'll let people try to get back in before I explain what just happened. So and we'll see. Lame. So, and uh, this is the this is the... God, this sucks. Okay, this is the, if you're listening to this, presumably if they don't delete this one, this is how people are going to see the stream this week. What just happened, if you're joining us, we spent the last 20 minutes, the start of the 20, the start of the show, the first 20 minutes, explaining how YouTube banned last week's episode because we commented on the story that named the alleged whistleblower. That's the long, the, the short version of the long story. If you want the full version of this insane of all the context of this insane story, what they're doing to this channel, what they're doing to a lot of channels on YouTube you may enjoy, check out my Twitter page. It's got the full explanation with all the email screenshots. Now, of course, to troll, I am wearing this shirt. And we were making jokes about it, and I'm still going to say it, and YouTube can ban it again. Erica Chiaramello is not the whistleblower. Okay? It's over. We're done. I will not be banned for saying that. And I will also say, we, when we got off too, I sort of half expected this. But this is a censorship hill I'm prepared to die on. You're not going to ban me for saying a made-up name or saying a real name of a guy who's relevant to a news story. I'm not playing this game, and I will die on this hill if YouTube wants to play this game. So I'm kind of pissed because we, we just went through the Epstein cover-up uh, ABC video. That's going to be missing from the stream. Seriously? That okay. whole segment? everything leading up to it's going to be gone. There's nothing I can do to restore that. And I don't, to the people who saw it and are tuning in on DLive, if you want to see it, you can go over to DLive to catch it, I guess. And if you're really mad about this, I wish I had a contact at YouTube to give to you. I don't. I don't. There's nobody to talk to. So That's I will say weird. again, there's always a video backup to the show over on DLive. I don't know if the start of this show will be available on BitChute. Probably not because I wasn't able to publish it after it processed. <sighs> so that's what happened. 
And if I can answer any additional questions, you can you can send me an email. But yes, consult my Twitter account for what just happened here. Not only can you not say the name of the alleged whistleblower, apparently you can't say Erica Chiaromello, a made-up name. He's not the whistleblower. Did We're we not banned yet, are we? all the super chats that we got, too? I don't know if I can even look at those. Let's see. I don't think I can even... Oh, you have no super chat, so I can't read any of the super chats that I got. Well, there should be a, an all live streams option. Let me Let's see. This. Yeah, I have some from earlier. Oh, I do have some from earlier. You can go back to the super chats from earlier. We will be able to do that. But yeah, they've just um, not only that, but they've set us back probably 15 minutes in what is a jam packed show. Like we prepped an entire show. I've put in a ton. This is what pisses me off about YouTube. They're not explaining the rules. Nobody at YouTube is willing to say you can't say this name. And by the way, there's nothing <sighs> I've done tonight that violates a rule that they've explained. Yet they're willing to take all your money. So They're nobody to saw out. that Project Veritas segment. That was an important story. Well, they, I mean, it, you can, I will have that linked in the description, of course. You can go find that. I had and a I encourage people. In there. I was ranty. I, and for the audio version, I'll, I'll put these together so that the people who listen to the show will experience no interruption whatsoever other than <laughs> us getting banned in the middle of the show. Okay. But I suppose now we should just carry on, pretend like that yeah, didn't happen, fine. and we'll. I mean, if they do it again, I don't know. Uh, hopefully they do not take me down again, but we'll see what happens. What about my rant about his fag face? That was on That's DLive, right? Who's, who's fag face? Erica Chiaramello. Oh, not, okay. Just, just clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's gone too. I guess so. I guess so. Okay. Uh, let's carry, I, I, I've totally lost my place. We were reading, okay, so what we just left left off on, long story short, Unless you missed it this week, I hear some screaming in the room out there. So I don't know. Either the Vikings scored a touchdown or we're banned again. <laughs> if you missed, <laughs> oh, maybe it's a Vikings touchdown. I don't know. If you missed the, uh, the Good Morning America portion, we just left off or the, the portion with the Good Morning America reporter. What she's saying, focus my brain. So mad. Right? <laughs> the, the TLDR of the Epstein story is that she had the story for three years or three years ago. ABC quashed it, and they gave this excuse that uh, it did not meet their journalistic standards. Yeah, they did not have sufficient evidence to play Amy Robach's Epstein story, in which she supposedly had all kinds of um, all kinds of people saying that yeah, basically he ran a pedophile island, and there's a whole bunch of rich and famous people implicated. Now, I will remind you, this is just a sample of ABC's evidence standards from like the last year or two. You had uh, the Kentucky gun range footage presented as Syrian oh, war yeah, footage. Oh yeah, that's right. That was you that had Robin Roberts interviewing a fake crying Jesse Smollett. That was sufficient yeah. Yeah. evidence. Uh, you had, of course, all the Kavanaugh nonsense, right? Yes. Unsubstantiated allegations. You had the Covington, Covington kids. Covington kids, yeah. Omarosa's claim that she has heard a tape of Trump saying the N-word. Yeah. That was on The View. The list goes on, of course. But this gets even crazier because it has this whole collusion angle. Now, collusion between the news networks so cbs fired uh, a staffer after abc apparently identified who this staffer was executives at abc or who they thought it was it's not even clear it's the right person abc news executives identified who they believed to be the source of the leaked footage a woman now working at cbs abc news executives reached out to cbs news executives and they fired the woman the woman's Why? Name... Something she did at a different network. Why do they give a shit? It's because ABC and CBS are in cahoots. 
presumably so. The woman's name is Ashley Bianco, but she publicly denies that she is the leaker. They're saying they've got the wrong person. Indeed, Project Veritas has now published a note from the alleged leaker with segments addressed to the public, to ABC News. Uh, so she went on with Megyn Empl- Kelly, right? On Instagram TV or something? Oh, I haven't heard this. What's this? Yeah, the leaker went... Uh, apparently, Megyn Kelly is operating on her own on her own platform. I think it was just Instagram TV, something like that. Let me know in the live chat if that's a thing or if I'm just being a boomer. Um, and interviewed this supposed leaker, and she's like, yo, I didn't do this. Hmm. Okay. So... She's at, so she's public, uh, Bianca, Bianco. Mm-hmm. She's doing video interviews and all that. Okay. Yeah. So she publicly denies that she's the insider. You got uh, that she's the leaker. You got uh, somebody, apparently the source of the information to Project Veritas, publishing this through Project Veritas, addressing ABC News, their employers, the allegedly wrongfully fired employee, Bianco, and to Amy Robach. It reads in part, I sit here with you all in complete shock. I, like many... Uh, are at a loss for words on how this has been handled. Instead of addressing this uh, head-on like the company had in the past, it has spun into a mission of seek and destroy. Innocent people that have had nothing to do with this are being hunted down uh, as if we are all a sport. I challenge all of you to actually look inwards and remember why this company engages in journalism. We all hold the First Amendment and the foundation of this company Uh, at the foundation of this company yet forget its history its purpose and its reasoning for even coming into existence in the first place how lost we are yearning to be found i want or i went to project veritas for the sole reason that any other media outlet uh would have probably shelved this as well i thank all of them and james for seeking the truth okay so i mean you've got not only the the cover-up itself but you've got this collusion between media networks to punish anyone involved who's i mean what's the crime here what's the crime she should just sue them this uh, this wrongfully uh, fired yeah. person yeah yeah i mean if, how is if that it not is, wrongful termination i i definitely uh would not want to go back and work for them under such circumstances but i suppose if you can if you can get a payout get a payout yeah. girl get the money Get the money and use it to start your own independent media platform and then start making the rounds on YouTube. Get the money and give Project Veritas a big enough budget to hire you to work for them. I mean, she's once you've been identified by Project Veritas uh, as a Project Veritas um, reporter, you're you're screwed. There's nothing you can do. Well, this person's not associated, at least if her claims are true. She's not the source that gave it to. It doesn't matter. You think after this, she could infiltrate some company? No. Project Veritas needs like fresh faces. All right. Well, I mean, whatever's going on with Project Veritas, he doesn't seem like he's having a tough time getting these insiders. So, of course, uh, I applaud what what this keeps big. doing over there. Do you this think one this is was gigantic. His biggest, maybe biggest scoop ever. It's hard for me to remember all of them, but this um, the Twitter one this, was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean this this is one where it's like I don't remember a story like this where we had the facts in line. We just I was told by higher powers to not to run it. Yeah. I don't know that we've seen that before. So uh, good for James. And I'm glad that he's, he's getting information out that you would never otherwise see. And that's, that's Mark. It's a mark of good journalism. Streams offline again. They took it off again. Are you, are you kidding me? Don't mess with me guys. Don't mess with me. If they're chatting, the stream is likely not off. Nope. What? Is the chat, is the chat gone? They haven't sent me an email yet. And it's back. 
I don't know what to say. It just started going, it, it stopped and then it started going real okay, fast. But okay, but not, we're not booted yet. Okay, no, we're fine. Ugh, the opportunities okay. for hot mic moments. I'm getting so many texts much. right now too. Um, okay, yeah, and apparently people on Twitter are confused. Um, I will tweet this out. Again, thanks to everybody who's being patient with a somewhat disorganized stream tonight. Not our I, fault. I also would like to have a stream that goes bang, bang, bang from story to story and gets you information more quickly and efficiently. However, certain obstacles are being uh, put up in front of me. So I will go to Twitter and say, um, also, the stream on YouTube is back up for now. Who knows? For now. Okay. Um, anyway, let, let's let's keep it moving because we're already way behind. Who knows if we'll get through all our stories tonight? Uh, let's do the Mexico cartel attack story and then we'll take a break. Assuming we're not taking. Uh, we're gonna watch that footage, right? It's gonna rip I my had, insides out again. I intend to. I mean, this is a difficult story, no doubt. And just hearing that uh, that grandfather arriving at the scene, my God, makes you want to slaughter some cartel members, eh? Uh, well. I certainly don't have uh, a lot of people. I don't have uh, any animosity to people who have a visceral reaction to this sort of thing. Oh, some fence sitting right there. All right. Oh, yeah. Nine Americans. I'm sorry. I've already got our stream banned once tonight. If we can't talk about killing cartel members that murdered a bunch of white people, what's the point of this show? What's the point? Disavow. Uh, Nine Americans, including six children, killed on Monday. Funerals for some of the victims were held on Thursday. Mexican authorities said they believe the victims were in an area where there had been a shootout between rival cartels and were mistakenly attacked by one of the cartels. Family's like, no, they think the victims were targeted. They think this was a targeted attack. I've seen some evidence that um, as well. All members were of the LeBaron family um, of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who had a settlement in Mexico. Eight children survived the attack, but several are still recovering, including eight-year-old Cody, and according to a relative, uh, will not be able to talk for six weeks because he had to have his jaw wired shut after a My surgery. God. All right. Another survivor is seven-month-old uh, baby Faith. So her mother, uh, Christina Langford Johnson, threw her to the ground when the shooting started, hit her in the back seat, and then she was shot and killed. And then the baby was found 11 hours later. Which I have some footage of the discovery of this child momentarily. But m- my understanding when this was first breaking is it was disputed as to whether the family was deliberately targeted by the cartel or whether it was an accident. And yeah. now I've read that the evidence points to targeting. Right. And in the, initially I heard like it was accidental. They, they were caught in crossfire because their car had broken down. Yeah. And I was like, Hmm, that doesn't seem consistent with what actually seems to have happened. So yeah, I mean, it, according to the reporting now, it's now believed this was deliberate and intentional as opposed to gang crossfire accident, mistaken identity type stuff. It looks like this family was targeted by this cartel. Here's some of the footage of one, the infant that was discovered safe and two, the grandfather of some of the children that were killed, uh, discovering and documenting the scene. This is for the record. Nita and four of my grandchildren are burnt and shot up. Right on the road out of La Morta. This is the moment a seven-month-old girl was found alive inside a bullet-riddled SUV. We found a baby alive, says a relative. 
The girl's mother, Christina Langford Johnson, hid her daughter in the back seat and was gunned down moments later. Terrible. Terrible. That is just that is so sad. Did you see how the New York Times and the L.A. Times uh, presented some of this? This wasn't the totality of their reporting. But these are some these are a pair of the tweets. So the New York Times tweets out the brutal killing of nine members of an American family in northern Mexico on Monday highlights the long history of religious fundamentalist settlers in the region. Our religion reporter, Elizabeth Diaz, details. You say religion reporter? Yes. Details their history back to the earliest early 20th century. That would imply that there's like some kind of aggression by religious fundamentalist settlers or some kind of uh yeah trespassing or something has like anybody that. ever met a mormon person i doubt it <laughs> the la times was worse in my opinion u.s victims in mexico massacre were tied to a family with a long history of violence this is what the story reads quote the family is perhaps best known for a series of killings perpetrated in the 1970s and 80s in both mexico and the united states by Irville LeBaron once called the Mormon Manson and a group of his followers in 1972, two followers of Ervil LeBaron allegedly shot his brother Joel to death. After the brothers argued over leadership of their religious faction, Ervil was convicted of the crime, but the conviction was later overturned. He later was tried and convicted in the 1977 murder of rival polygamist leader, Dr. Rulon Allred. In 1993, his story was turned into a TV drama in 19, 19- uh, also in 1993, a federal jury in Texas convicted three members of an offshoot of the community of LeBarons in the deaths of three of uh, three former members and an eight-year-old child. One expert estimated that members of the group had killed as many as 30 people over the years. No, no evidence that anyone <laughs> is, involved is involved in killing, but because they have ties or family who have committed oh crimes. God. This makes me want to go like full Putin on these journalists. Also, the cartel, I think, has ties to a lot of killings, including this killing. (laughs) Specifically this killing, right. (laughs) Oh, my God. The story is so awful that it's like some of these angles like this, I I have to laugh at because it's just so it's so ridiculous and it's so terrible. And of course, this a lot of this stuff is coming from people otherwise insisting that a physical barrier to prevent these sort of ruthless killers from freely entering the country is an insane and racist and bigoted concept. Oh, and before I forget something else about this journalistic commentary, this this bias, I'm are are they FLDS? You know, was this a polygamist? I'm not entirely According to the stories that I read, which are these two, they are formerly polygamist, not currently. I think. Okay, so people that are involved or related or associated with this family, it's probably like 50,000 people. Mormon families are huge and they were previously polygamist and they must have had tons and tons of children. Can you imagine? A lot of the reporting describes why they went to these settlements and it's because of laws against polygamy. That yeah. was be- behind part of the migration. But I don't think the allegation against the particular family killed one that they were polygamous. I don't believe that's true, although yeah, irrelevant. Not that's sure not why I'm asking. I'm I just also, saying yeah. because if they were formerly polygamous, then they, they must have had huge numbers of people associated with their family. So yeah. journalists talking about how like some members of their family did X, Y and Z. It's like you're talking about like a small section of a group of a, you can 100 percent group of people. I'm pretty I know for a fact you could do the same thing to me. He oh, has yeah. criminals in his family. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, yeah, I do. Sure. You can find them. Does that mean I did anything wrong? Uh, okay. 
Did you see um, this this interview with uh, Kendra Lee Miller, who is the sister-in-law of one of the victims, but she did this extended interview with Anderson Cooper. If you're interested in the facts of this case, I would highly suggest it just from understanding the context of, of what happened, but also because she had something very interesting to say about U.S. gun laws and the proposal to, you know, the Beto ideas of, of taking all the guns. And she just brought that up on her own. She wasn't prompted to. This is what she had to say. What's happening here is the Mexican people are oppressed. They're being abused by these cartels living in fear for their lives. We can't drive public roads safely. So many people are not protected the way that they should be. I don't know where you're standing on the whole people trying to take away the guns in America right now, but um, I say fight for those guns because these things are happening here in Mexico because the people can't protect themselves because by law they're not allowed to own these guns. Since the government isn't doing their job of protection in the way that they should, these cartels can just wreak havoc. I say, hold, hold on to your guns, people. <laughs> good for her. Yeah, good for her. I mean, why do I need an AR-15? Well, maybe because there are murderous cartels just across the border and you people insist that securing the border is an evil idea. Right. Maybe, maybe that's why. I'm sure an AR-15 would have been quite handy. In such a situation. Does it guarantee that they survive? No, but it means you have a chance. Yeah, this a poor shot. family. And they were like such a beautiful family. Such... Oh, the pictures of the moms and their kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. I, I I mean. The mom looked a lot like Faith Goldie. Did you notice that? Well, there was a blonde one too. Yeah. She looks just like Faith Goldie. Huh. I guess I didn't notice, but. Uh... Unrelated, tangential, doesn't matter. Sorry. <sighs> Anyway, speaking of uh, why you might need a, an AR-15, too, there was this story out of... Um, Good for her. Good for out her. Out of Florida this week. Yeah. yeah. An eight-month eight months pregnant woman in Florida reportedly saved her husband and preteen daughter last week from a pair of violent intruders who had broken into the family's home. Mom shot, uh, shot one of them, and um, the guy who was shot fled the scene and was found dead later in a nearby ditch. Well, good for him. <laughs> dead in a ditch is... Great way to go after you try armed robbery in a, a family home. The two attackers were armed and they were wearing masks and hoods. Uh, says the husband, as soon as they... So it's a whole family that's home. There's an 11-year-old daughter, a husband, a pregnant wife. And I'm not sure if there are more kids, but it's at least that. As soon as soon He says, as soon as they had got the back door opened, they had a pistol on me and were grabbing my 11-year-old daughter... This is dad talking. I'm telling you, or I'm telling them, I have nothing for you. And they're like, give me everything you got. It became really violent, really fast. Dad says one of the burglars pistol whipped him and another kicked him in the head, creating a commotion that attracted the attention of his wife, who walked into the room to see what the noise was and soon found herself dodging a bullet. Oh, jeez. The woman, who was not identified, reportedly retreated and grabbed an AR-15 that was legally inside their house returning to the room and shooting the intruders, hitting one of them. Dad says, quote, when he came toward the back door in her line of sight, she clipped him. He, uh, he made it from my back door to roughly 200 feet out uh, in front of the ditch before the AR did its thing. <laughs> he also says, them guys came in with two normal pistols and my AR stopped it. My wife evened the playing field and kept them from killing me, King said. Um... He suffered, so this is dad, he suffered a fractured eye socket, a Oof. fractured sinus cavity, and a concussion, and needed 20 stitches and three staples in his head. Second burglar is still on the run. Um, but yes, I'm sure this situation would have been much better if uh, that AR had been properly confiscated 
in uh, in, ba- in Beto's America, or you know, the the America of most of the candidates on the stage of the Democratic debates. And it was just so much better. I love this story because she was also eight months pregnant, which is that's pretty bad. So heavily pregnant, like she's probably I mean, waddling around with her gun, with her AR fifteen. Yeah, I, I mean, outside of you know what is assuredly a horrendously traumatic experience for their kid. And for their family generally, the story I bet that brought the family together. I mean, well, maybe, but you got to remember, this is easy to talk about in the abstract, too. At the end of the day, she killed a guy. And I, I don't yeah, know. I'm not but, saying I mean, that's not unjustified. I'm just saying that's psychologically about that. I don't know how you listen. If you can, under any context, kill a guy and just and sleep just fine after that. More I power feel to like you. in this situation. I wouldn't be that bothered about it. I'm, I certainly agree that she should be at peace they based on the facts that are available. Her daughter. They, they were trying to drag yeah. her daughter out. They had a gun. They, were, they had several guns. They pistol whipped the husband. They were going to kill these people. Yeah. She saved her whole family. I bet she's sleeping like a baby. I hope so. I certainly hope so. She did nothing wrong. In fact, she did everything right. I'm glad that she protected her family. I just hope that she's not suffering any kind of um, psychological trauma as a result, which would certainly yeah. be understandable. Anyway, just these are things to remember, whether it's cartels, whether it's random people showing up and pistol whipping you, uh, who needs these things? Well, those are situations in which you need them. And it's not about needs anyway. It's about the Bill of Rights. And it's your right to protect your family how you see fit. These are two stories of families put in positions needing to protect themselves. I'm not saying they're identical, but in one case, one family was prepared to do that. And in another, they're sitting ducks. Yep. And that sucks. I don't want anyone to be in that situation. So no, no. I, I certainly thought that Kendra Lee Miller's commentary was uh, was excellent, and I would encourage people to. Did listen Anderson to the... Cooper even follow that up with anything? He followed it up with like, well, it was he. He followed it up with pleasantries. He did not challenge on the gun very issue. Very good, because he's not nice. trying to get into a debate with this lady. Like uh, yeah. it was a very sympathetic interview, understandably yeah. so. And they weren't talking politics at all. She just kind of brought it up. Okay, next up I got uh, Don Jr. on The View and then we what happened take a break. What happened um, with the, the Groiper people and Don Jr. earlier today. So we, we're definitely behind on a break, yeah. Uh, Dakota Stanton, it's the name of the whistleblower. I can't say it. Yeah, We'll get banned. We'll get banned, Dakota. <laughs> uh, Big you. LC, the Clintons have heard of this unfortunate suicide of James. We send our condolences to the O'Keefe family and wish them mm. well in the sad times. Oh, shit. This says release statement on Wednesday. Oh, no. uh, Josh Frost, Matt and I once made love. I told him he reminded me of Epstein since they both had a deal with a whistleblower. We're both hung and both didn't kill themselves. <laughs> uh, Grant Evans, I work with the Langfords in North Dakota. What happened is tragic. Glad to see y'all covering it and watching since the beginning. Thank you so much, Grant. Uh, Fitzburg, Matt and I once made love. They had the story for three years, but he was way too powerful and the story got squashed. Hashtag Good. Beta Island. Good. Thank you. Um, and Nancy Muncie, Epstein did not do something to himself. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Fisher, big donation. Thank you so much, Kelly. I uh, love you guys. We love you too, Kelly. Boogeyman917 says, I am not oh, be good for you. Oh, Is that for okay. Kelly? Yeah. Oh, oh good, for, good you. for you. JV dude, what, which, where is that from? That is, uh, the, who's the Batman guy? Uh, Christian Bale. He, he was yelling at someone on set who had oh, made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. I was very sympathetic to that. Yeah, it's a classic uh, freak out for sure. Uh, stop the hammering. JV Dude 9061. Yeah. Guys, my cousin's toddler and his infant dressed up as characters from Moana. Is that a thing for Halloween? 
That is how, over my head. Sounds like a movie and I've never seen it. How do I break it to him that his children are bigots? I don't know. I mean, they just, <laughs> I think you should just take it onto yourself to take these children and re-educate them. Just kidnap them in the night, send them to re-education camps in California. Your cousin will understand. Uh, Jeff Schatz, hey, blonde, I live in Virginia, and now that's going to turn into California East. I was wondering if you have any rooms left in your Idaho commune. Love the show. Thanks, guys. I would love to do this, but my husband is like, no. It's already over? No, I mean, I'm working on it. All right. One but thing he, at a time. He uh, he rules the, the house around here. Um, 67, Beezlebub. Happy birthday to all my fellow Marines. Yes. And that I, too. And th thank you for serving, birthday. of course. Yes, I did go to the Marine Corps ball last Saturday. Oh, cool. Uh, Volate says, hey, Denver, the final gathering of 2019 was great. Special thanks to Brittany for organizing everything. You're a great group of people, even if you're too cheap to pay for your own food and drinks. Looking forward to spending some time on the range with Lady Beretta. That's so cool. Thank you for the big donation, Volate. We appreciate it. Uh, Downskated. What's the difference between the Titanic and the California and, and the California and California? The Titanic had its lights on while it sank. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. And I, I owe this. I am not going to be nigger. I am not going to be niggardly. Okay, there's two for good measure. Whatever. Shanique was stunning and brave. I think that's my favorite. The best <laughs> username since Smegma Bukaki. Um, Matt and I once made love. He asked if we could do doggy style, and I tie a medal of military service around his neck. Ironically, Ooh. Huffington Post reported it when it wasn't fake news. Uh, Sounds about right. Yeah. Richard Enormous. After the Canadian elections, I think maybe Blonde is right. Maybe Islam is right about women and China is right about Islam. <laughs> yeah. That's a big circle of being correct. So China know. is then right about... Wait. What? It's I, a real I, brain bog. Yeah, I have one. to follow the, the connections here. The transitive property over yeah, this world. Yeah, but is China right about women? No, that's what I'm saying. There's not enough sexism in China, I don't think. Don't they literally kill their female offspring? They used to, but now they oh. have a huge demographic problem because of that. <laughs> right. How could that That's too right problems? about women. That's too That's right. too far. You yeah. finally found the line. I did. Uh, yeah. Pittsburgh, Matt and I once made love, and he was the real whistleblower, if you know what I mean. And by that, I mean he really viewed my crane. Wink, wink. I know who doesn't blow any whistles. Erica Chiaramello. It's over. It's whatever. We'll see if we're banned. And we were going to have like a five-hour-long show tonight. <laughs> I know. We really were. That's the irony. I've, I spent, not that I don't ever, I, like I did nothing today but show prep. And that's my job. I love doing yeah. it. I'm not complaining. But that's what enrages me so much is like, yeah, YouTube, you also cash out in this arrangement to the tune of thousands of dollars yeah, a year. Like we're making sure. you money. Just fuck off and let us say words. That's right. all you have to do. Just fuck off and let us say words and you'll earn money. Yep. And I'm happy to do it. In fact, I love doing it. That's what enrages me so much. It's like, Guess I shouldn't have wasted the time today. Guess I should not have been productive. Yep. Okay. Um, let's actually circle back. Okay. I might check in uh, real quick with, uh, with Streamlabs as well. Philip uh, Smallin says, backstage at uh, BATB, Blonde says, so what's, or why is the news so scary this week? And Matt says, our sponsors sell guns and gun accessories. We need to push the scary stuff. Blonde says, ooh, do we have any pedo stories? Those star stories always make me want to buy a gun. Well, we did discuss Epstein, and we're going to discuss more quasi-pedo stuff later. So that's, that's I, um, have part to of every me. show. Oh, I can, really? I wonder, I wonder what that's about. I don't know. I'm sorry. It has to happen right now, too. Okay. All right. Well. Sorry. Can you, do you want to pick up on it? <laughs> Try your own conclusions. Come on, man. <laughs> I'll keep going. I'll keep going. 
Uh, Erica Chiaramello is not the whistleblower, and you can speculate about other things that are not the case based on frequent urination. Blonde has diabetes, confirmed. Okay, uh, wow. A lot of, holy cow, a lot of people hanging out over on uh, Streamlabs. Probably because YouTube shut down. Cameron says, reminder that the state has an unsavory history of shutting down dissidents and stripping individuals of their rights when they don't want people speaking out against their policies. Now it looks like big tech, big tech is more than happy to fulfill that role. Yeah, man, I, uh, I have a sneaky, a sneaking suspicion that this is merely big tech doing the censorship work that big government would like. And it, it gets sheltered because it's a private company and all that on technicality. When, as a matter of fact, uh, in outcome at least, it, it has the same effect as government censorship would. So it really creates a, a, a predicament for people who want to solve this problem while maintaining philosophical consistency. But, of course, we talk about that all the time. Frenchinator2 says, uh, I just watched Joker and I am now an anarchist, incel, terrorist. <laughs> Good. Aren't we all? Also, I want to say that sodomy helps spread conservative ideas because... <laughs> Uh, okay, I, that's what you say at the Charlie Kirk event, I guess. Also, open borders is a conservative idea. How dare you ask questions I don't like? That, all right, go. That that's for Mister Kirk, which we'll get to later. Oh my gosh! Um, Attack Alpaca says, "Matt, I just got to say, how about them undefeated Golden Gophers? Congrats and go Vikings!" You know, I don't pay much attention to college football, but I am told that the Gophers did defeat Penn State yesterday. So good for them. That's very impressive. And uh, and awesome. I'm glad to see it. Radicus says, "Ruffling the tinfoil. This is them. This is them. Believe this is them. I, I, this is kind of jumbled. Sorry. Believe the DNC talking point that outing whistleblower is a federal crime, which it is not. Yeah, correct. And are trying to purge any reference to get ahead of the feds. Cowardly they are, or just afraid of the boogaloo. Fair enough. Okay. Um." Let's see. You want to continue on? We have plenty more on uh, Streamlabs, but I would like to keep the show moving along since we have so much to get to. Yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep it moving along. You okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So Dodd Jr., I mentioned at the top of the show, which maybe you heard, but if you're listening later, you assuredly did not because it's been deleted. John Jr., I guess, is the magnet for controversy this week. So he starts off on The View. No, actually, The View was a magnet for controversy before Don Jr. was on The View, but that was part of it. I just want to get to this one clip because speaking of gun bans that we were just speaking about moments ago, Joy Behar said in a discussion with the rest of The View women uh, that Beto's mistake was telling people he was going to take the guns before trying to do it. In her view, you should not say anything and then take the guns once you get elected. Here's Joy Behar. He did a lot of like battleground culture war and he ran as the most left, most woke candidate. And look where he ended. One of well, the first yeah, They should the not tell everything they're going to do. Like if you're going to take people's guns away, wait till you get elected, then take the guns away. <laughs> Don't tell them ahead of time. Which, by the way, that's what, that's what people like me think you're going to do. That's what people like me think is going to happen. But so I appreciate exactly, his honesty. Well, how could dishonesty in campaigning ever work against right. my interests? It, even if you like this standard of like, shut up and just do, do my bidding, how could you possibly believe that hiding your true intentions is a good standard for the country, let alone yeah. an ethical one? 
And that's that's just insane. You you have to be a crazy person not to see how that's a terrible standard. But again, as long as it produces the outcome I like, taking everyone's guns, we're on board. Anyway, Don Jr. and his girlfriend, Kimberly Guilfoyle, show up on The View this week. And of course, The View women are ripping Trump for lowering this country's discourse. You know, the usual allegation. And Don Jr. fired back, uh, ripping them for their own contributions to lowering this country's discourse. We've done things that we regret. I mean, if we're talking about bringing a discourse down, Joy, you've worn blackface. Whoopi, no, you I said that Roman I'm Polanski. Sorry, I'm sorry, and don't. You, if you, you said that it. Roman Polanski, it wasn't rape, rape when he raped a child. So let's, oh, let's okay. talk about so, yeah, serious no, let's things. talk Come about on. this. That's so you want to bring this up? I did not about, go in blackface, please. No, she was not in blackface. Thank you. Sorry. Listen, being black, I recognize blackface. This. Okay, so Whoopi says that it wasn't blackface. What was they it? Say, wasn't she just going as Donna Summer or something? Well, what was it? it brought this clip. Don Jr. making this commentary resurfaced this clip um, from. So this is the costume that Joy wore at a Halloween party when she was 29. She went as a beautiful African woman. And uh, at the time, what's her name? Raven Simone inquires about the ethics of this and um, you be the judge. Look like so I can say. <laughs> is that you, Joy? Oh, you know, this picture. Oh, I was, Joy, is that you? Yes. Joy, that is oh, you? Yes. Oh, you Wait, it was a Halloween party. I went as a beautiful African woman. Oh, yes, you ain't black. But that's my hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's my hair. That, you could be, yeah, but it is. Did you have tanning lotion on, Joy? A little, I had makeup that was a little bit darker uh-huh, than my skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's got to fix it. But I, that's my actual hair. I mean, it, if it's not black face, it's black hair. It's, it's black look, face light. I'm fine with it. it it's uh, it's very, very close. It's on the line, and it's certainly cultural appropriation at minimum. I'm just glad that it brought back the opportunity for the photograph meme to return. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. All right, cool. Uh, I mean, to be clear, I don't care if Joy Behar wore blackface, but imagine, obviously, the circumstances uh, reversed. If it's a conservative, if it's a, a Republican politician or a, conser- a person in conservative media who wore the exact same costume, do you think that they extend the same benefit? Absolutely not. Of course. I mean, Meg, you, you referenced Megyn Kelly earlier. She's banished off of network daytime TV for discussing whether or not that's okay. Meanwhile, Joy Behar actually does it, and it's no big deal. And I found it interesting that Whoopi Goldberg steps up to use her black card to say that it's fine. Right. Well, at the time, Raven Simone used her black card at least to heavily imply that it was not fine. So whose black card is blacker? Who Who's wins? blacker? That's the answer. Prob- well, certainly Whoopi. Yeah. Whoopi is definitely darker. So she, she wins. she gets the Trump card. Okay. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, everybody was uh, sending me this stuff on Twitter. Don Jr. was also at a Turning Point event, I guess. Uh, so, of course, for the context, we've seen the ongoing war between Nick Fuentes and Charlie Kirk about supposed uh, fake conservatism is what what Nick kind of accuses uh, Turning Point and, and Charlie Kirk of advocating. Uh, I believe they say it's, it's things like open borders, promotion of an LGBT agenda, all this stuff. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but there's this ongoing feud. And of course, these Nick Fuente, Team Nick Fuentes and these, these Groypers, which I still don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly because I'm a boomer, they show up and they ask the tough questions. 
to Charlie Kirk and people at Charlie Kirk's event. And this has been leading to one, shutting down the questions and two, uh, smearing these, these, uh, the Nick Fuentes people as, uh, I'll pick your names, pick your SJW affiliated names. Usually like they're racist, they're alt-right, they're evil, they're whatever. Yeah. Ben so Shapiro the f- went hard this week. And, and then there was that whole speech, which I have not listened to. I, I don't uh, know. It's what really the- boring and self-righteous as is hmm. Ben Shapiro almost always. First of all, but first, uh, <laughs> okay. So it appears, and I don't, uh, I want to qualify my words here because I'm not followed the story very closely, but what I gather is that in response to the pressure that has come from the Nick Fuentes people at these turning point events at today's event with Don jr. Promoting his book, they just outright said no to Q and a, I don't know if that's common at turning point. I'm guessing it's not. I think the people went there expecting a Q&A because that's the standard. It did not happen. And based on what I've seen, they, of course, were the audience was not happy about this such a thing. They chanted demanding a Q&A and reports I've seen indicate that the event actually shut down early because of this disruption. Here's, here's what some of the scenes looked like. We're willing to listen. Okay. Well, um, I have a few things to say. Oh, I'm so thrilled about this. Okay. You want to go first? Well, I mean, I think Charlie Kirk sucks. He's a chill. He's like the reincarnate of McCain. I hate that this, that there are any young conservatives that are still holding on to this neocon ideal. I don't trust him. I don't like him. I love that people are calling out turning point USA. Although I do like Candace. Well, there Um, goes our turning point event. Thanks a lot. When were we ever <laughs> going to get invited to anything like that? And then I love this Groiper thing too. They always show up prepared and they like are pretty respectful and they look yeah. nice and stuff. I'm like, if this is what Gen-, Gen Z is about, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really pleased. Really pleased. I, on principle, I am, I am not a fan of the disruption. But however, I have to qualify that appropriately. Based on what I've seen, that's not their intent. Yeah. Disruption is not like their go-to tactic. No. What happened here is that they go there intent on asking questions and engaging in dialogue. And that uh, usual arrangement has kind of been swept out from under them. I don't know if that you be the judge, if that justifies the disruption of the event or not. I mean, on principle, I'm going to say disruption is not a good thing. It's Charlie Kirk's platform. He, doesn't have to host you if he doesn't want to. But what if they suck? What if, what if like the person sucks a lot? What I want to say about the Fuentes people is their intent is to go there and have a dialogue. That is their aim. And so uh, the solution here is for Kirk and Fuentes to have an actual discussion, have a debate. My suspicion, my understanding based on only uh, limited observation is that only one party agrees to that. And that's why I, I, I want to be careful with what I'm saying about the Fuentes people their preference would be to engage in a reasonable conversation that everyone could watch. And there's one party that's refusing to do that and smearing them. 
And so I understand why this sort of scene happens. We uh, should I mean, not have our cell phones during the show because I'm getting like an inside scoop in real time. Like, oh, I didn't know this. Vince James talked directly to John Don Jr. I didn't know that. Oh, yes. Yeah, like a lot of this information is not complete for me right now, too. So I don't want to mischaracterize the event. But uh, but there's a lot of discussion on Twitter about this. And um, and I just want to be fair. I want to be fair to both parties. What I want to see is both parties discuss. And it appears to me that one party is refusing. And I can't I can't yeah. agree with that. I mean, I want to see a conversation take place, but I also want to see Turning Point USA destroyed. So, well, if the if there is a good job done against them in that debate or conversation, that would happen. Isn't this a good job? I mean, they're they're like not willing to engage in in, in discussion. They're asking very legitimate questions about where our money is going. Um, Some of it seems a little gotcha to me, but that doesn't mean that you can't ask it. Yeah, you know, that doesn't mean. I don't think that any I don't think any of their tactics up until this have been unfair. I think the tactics in this case I can endorse, but I understand why they happened circumstantially. And I understand that it's not the priority uh, tactic of the group. So we'll see. I mean, if this if this debate actually happened, this would be one of the biggest streams we've seen in some time. Like, imagine how many people would be tuning into that. I certainly would. I'd love to see it. And not because I have a team. Uh, I, I'm not playing for either team in that. I just like to see people with sharp disagreements with a passionate interest in what they're talking about go at it. I would love to see it, but it's probably it's not, not going to happen. It's not going to happen, yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, anything else on that topic? Uh, no, I guess we can kind of blow through these political updates pretty quick. Yeah, let's burn through these because there's a lot going on just in politics generally this week. I can be as quick as possible. But What's Biden up to? <laughs> Diddling kids again. What's the number one rule for Joe Biden's campaign? Don't touch any children. Don't touch them for any reason. Don't touch them. Don't touch them, Joe. Rule one is don't die. <laughs> rule two is don't Oh, come touch. on. It would be so much better for the party right now if he died. If he died? Well, for him, I'm saying. Oh, well. For his prospects, it's fatal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, don't touch anybody, especially kids. You're correct. It is a high priority rule for Joe Biden's campaign. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. He did it again. This from last weekend in Des Moines. Here's the footage. No, no. <laughs> Hold on. Let me sniff your hair too, kid. Get over here. What is that? Swamp? <laughs> you see that kid's face? He's like, now, again, like, do I believe that that's child molestation? Of course not. Do I believe that it's abusive? It, it's just weird. Creepy. And the problem is it's part of a broader optics issue. Stop smelling people's hair and specifically kids' hair. It creates weird photos <laughs> that can be exploited and sink your campaign. Just stop doing it. And that's what's weird. I still don't believe that he's a predator. No. But why can't he stop doing this? Why is why does he have this compulsive need? He's just a touchy feely guy, isn't that yeah, what he okay, said? Okay. Ooh. Just stop touching kids. Who's his campaign manager? Hire me. Hire me. I, I'll get. I'll you get him under control. You think they haven't told him to stop touching kids? They're not doing it forcefully enough. Clearly. But he probably just can't remember. Just, just, just stop doing it. Okay. Not to be outdone, because that, I mean. Nobody's going to outdo Elizabeth Warren and pandery cringe. Let's put it that way. Or just cringe generally. But she put out uh, a tweet announcing, Elizabeth Warren did, that she has an endorsement from something called Black Women 4, but the E in women is an X because they don't want to be men, I guess, even though 
the endorsement is also about trans and non-binary people. So men can just become women, but also we hate men and all of that usual nonsense here. The, the, so she tweets responding to their tweet, endorsing her and the tweet has a video. Here's what the video looks and sounds like. Black trans and cis women, femmes, gender non-conforming and non-binary folk remain at the forefront of each and every social movement to hold this country accountable. We know that big things happen when black women come together and take our own space in the political process. We've come together as a collective voice. And we hope to encourage others, especially black women and gender non-conforming folks, to join us. We are all in for Warren. And if you are too, go to blackwomen4.org. Now, oh, I don't know God. if it works. I didn't check. But they said go to blackwomen4.org and the video says blackwomen4.com. Who knows? They're probably the same thing. But what if the video isn't cringe enough, what I'm really getting at is the text of the tweet, her responding to this. Thank you, Black Women 4. Black trans and cis women, gender non-conforming and binary people are the backbone of our democracy. How? How is that? <laughs> I don't take this endorsement lightly. I'm committing to fighting alongside you for the big structural change our community needs. Can you imagine what this country would look like if it was actually only black trannies that, that were the backbone of this? That sounds it, like a lot of hate in that heart. There. Can you imagine what this country would look like? <laughs> Anybody? Would anything work? Anything? I All I'm... I'm not doubting. I'm just saying I would I would appreciate an itemized list of evidence. Can I see an itemized list of the contributions that have built this democracy yeah, really. from the black non-binary cis whatever whatever it is that she's saying? I don't even what, know how she could possibly be making that claim. Now, here's the irony. If I were to say uh historically, white men are the background or uh, the backbone of this democracy. Think about it. Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, George Washington. That's a racist. Okay, that's a horrendously racist statement, but black, transgender, non-conforming, whatever, are the backbone of our democracy. Progressive virtue statement should be celebrated. Wow, what forward thinking. They are fundamentally the same thing, except for one of them has evidence. (laughs) Again, I'm open to the evidence. Send it my way. I would love to see how. I just want to see all the great monuments in this society constructed. She is, she's going to be the nominee. <sighs> she is. Uh, oh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I look forward to it. You know, uh, you know who's dead for sure is Kamala Harris. Yeah. Kamala Harris is. Well, she's the self-described top-tier candidate. Remember that zinger at uh, Tulsi Gabbard? Of course she'd come at me. I'm a top-tier candidate. Yeah, now she's uh, polling in a distant fifth place, looking over her shoulder at such unknown candidacies as Amy Klobuchar. Who? Yes, Amy Klobuchar. Blonde still doesn't know who that is. Yeah, exactly. No idea. Uh, Kamala Harris is still trying to be the cool candidate. This week, she she basically tried to do uh, she tried to steal our job. She did a YouTube style response video to Donald Trump. Uh, you be the judge. This is um, Kamala Harris's YouTube debut. Hi. If I'm elected, you won't lose one plant. You'll have plants coming into this country. You're gonna have jobs again. You won't lose one plant. I promise you. Unbelievable. 
Yeah, tell the people at Lordstown that. But I meet with Putin and they make a big deal. I, anybody could have listened to that meeting. That meeting is open for grabs. You know, the whole Russia thing, it's a hoax. Open for grabs? You know what he has made open for grabs? The United States of America, and he's selling us Got out. Him. The typical family of four is earning $75,000 received <laughs> income tax cut of income more than $2,000. The numbers will speak. Tax bill signed by the President of the United States cuts the taxes of the top 1% and the biggest corporations of America. 60 of the biggest corporations, no taxes last year. The President had often talked about fortifying a border wall with a water-filled trench mm. stocked with snakes or alligators who wanted the wall electrified with spikes on top that would- delicious. I know. After publicly suggesting that soldiers shoot migrants Sick. if they threw rocks, the president backed off when his staff told him that was illegal. He's talking about torture. I wish. And he's talking about maiming people. And he's talking about brutal acts of violence against people who are fleeing some of the worst injustices in the world. The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There was no collusion with Russia. Literally, Donald Trump plays Alec Baldwin so well. It's just amazing to watch. He's such a good actor. No and collusion. Okay. Why does okay. it always sound like she has been drinking wine from her coffee mug for like three hours before every appearance? She's Am I wrong from, about this? Uh, Pelosi. I don't know. I mean, none of those were salient points. And of course, we know that none of those things are really true. I mean, I wish the things about alligators and piercing the flesh. I wish that that was. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a fail in the argument and in the entertainment value of the comedy. It's like if you're doing that kind of video, not everything has to be this razor sharp argument. But if it's not, it should at least be, it should at least have entertainment value or be funny. This yeah. really had neither. Like, She's so the uncool. Issue, like I remember she, when she ran and I was saying, I was saying she was going to win for a while because she has the right intersectionality. I was talking to my husband about this and he was like, no, she's too shrill. Nobody wants to hear her voice before. And I think he was right. I think she's just too shrill. Hmm. And and that's really, she's not likable. She's not super clever. I don't really know what her edge would be outside of her intersectionality. You were right about that too. Well, to the facts of the her case, she references this Lordstown, Ohio plant. And that was yeah. at the heart of the GM strike that was ongoing in recent uh, weeks and months. That plant is now being sold to an electric truck startup. Those are different jobs that mm -hmm. are going to happen on the side of this. You'd think that she would at least be in favor of the green technology though. Like this yeah. is, you're starting an electric truck business. Again, I'm not, you know, I, my understanding is the union was negotiating into how to maybe get a share of those jobs or there was something at issue there, but it's not as simple as jobs being lost. And if you want to take the pure environmentalist perspective of forwarding the economy into new technology, that's kind of what's going on here. Yeah, it's not as simple as what she's saying. And by the way, it's like, OK, if there were some jobs lost, let's take the economy in totality. Mm -hmm. You're really going to run on the idea that like jobs are just being lost all over when, in fact, it's the best economy we've seen in some time. I don't know. I, I, you clearly picked up on the statement. He's leaving this country open for grabs because I trust Kamala Harris and the Democrats not to give free health care to illegals. For yeah. Example. <laughs> Uh, open borders, but also he's left this country up for grabs. On the tax point, Trump says, oh, the middle class is getting a tax cut. And she says, oh, well, the corporation's got a tax cut too. 
okay, I mean, it's not mutually exclusive. We can argue about the wisdom of cutting taxes without cutting spending. And I agree that spending should be cut. But Kamala Harris doesn't want to do that. She just wants to increase taxes on everybody. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, on, on your beloved medieval border wall idea, keep in mind, that was as reported by an anonymous third-party source right. through the New York Times. And there's no way that Trump doesn't know that you can't just mow down Mexicans and murder yeah, them. it sounds like a joke. It sounds like an awesome joke. Can you imagine <laughs> if we had a moat filled with alligators and snakes? And I do like the... Um, the flesh piercing spikes. Like I think that's <laughs> legit. Why can't we do that? Yeah. Like well, you said, I... they're ex they're excellent climbers. <laughs> and then the point where she laughs at Alec Baldwin, cause he says there was no collusion. She says, Oh, he plays Alec Baldwin really well. Yeah. But the point was there's no Russian collusion and there wasn't. Yeah. Are you, are you just not going to address that point? You're going to pretend like there was Russian collusion. Yeah, they're definitely going to keep pretending that. We're in the okay. midst of all this Ukraine. You think they're going to be, be like, we were wrong about Russia. <laughs> well, after Kamala Harris drops out, which could be the next few weeks, and after we're banned off YouTube in the next few weeks, keep in mind, this is the YouTube that you're going to get, Kamala Harris yep. response videos. So enjoy. Yep. Meanwhile, of course, the uh, the Washington Nationals won the World Series. And you'll recall that Trump went to one of the games and was booed. He was booed by rich elitist Washington DC people. What a shock. And that was reported all over. Well, he showed up, uh, or actually the, the team, the championship, the champion nationals team showed up at the white house this week to do an event with Trump and controversially catcher, uh, Kurt Suzuki put on a MAGA hat in celebration. And then Trump did a Biden, uh, did a Biden impression. Check out this clip. In the bottom of the ninth, you scored seven runs. I do remember that well, including an amazing three-run homer by Kurt Suzuki. Where's Kurt? Where is he? Come here. Come here. Come here. Say a couple words. Come on. Okay. I love you all. I love you all. Thank you. What a job he did. I didn't know that was going to happen. Okay, so, uh, and then of course, Kurt Suzuki, a Japanese guy, is accused of being a white supremacist and all that this week. That, was, right. that was glorious. Uh, but uh, that wasn't the only sporting event Trump has attended recently. He actually went to Alabama LSU, the college football game yesterday. And you're not going to see any reporting on this on CNN. The, the, it was like basically a standing ovation. Crowd goes right. wild for Trump. Check this out. Wow, look how many people are there. Yeah, it was crazy. I want to be fair in the coverage because CNN did, in fact, have a reporter on scene. And I think their reporter might have been in a little bit of a different spot because their mic was picking up some audio that maybe the first clip didn't didn't pick up. Here's CNN's coverage of how that uh, how that crowd reacted. Boo! <laughs> you suck! Get off the stage! Get off the table! Quit it, man! I'm not sure which to believe you, you decide that uh, courtesy of our friend, Sean, who listens to the show. Thank you for that. And, uh, okay. What else do I have to get into here? 
Oh, I guess a guy at the Alabama, uh, I guess a guy at the Alabama LSU game, the, the protesters brought, um, oh, where's the, where's my article here? Brought the big ba- Trump baby balloon and a guy like popped it or slashed it with a knife and then he got arrested. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's footage of him getting arrested. So, you know, down one Trump baby balloon at the Alabama LSU game. Uh, a few election updates, because, of course, we did have off-year elections uh, this week. And of co- and everybody's talking about what happened in Kentucky on Tuesday night. Uh, incumbent governor, Republican governor Matt Bevin ousted, losing to Democratic challenger State Attorney General Andy Bashir. Democrats also took full control of the Virginia state legislature, despite the blackface controversy of Democratic Governor Ralph Northam. I don't put too much stock in these wins. The Kentucky case seems to be more of a, a case of a strongly unpopular governor. The rest of the state statewide seats went to Republicans. This guy just lost because it seems like he sucks. Kentucky people can probably clue me in more as to why they dislike him so much, but they do. The, um, and of course, generally off your elections go to the party out of power. Now, not specifically in Kentucky because that's a conservative yeah. state, but just the party out of presidential power in this case. Some highlights from the election results, though. Remember that lady who got fired for uh, flipping off Trump's motorcade in 2017? Yes, I do. She worked for some government contractor. She announced she was running for office last year at this time, September 2018, a year and change ago. And she did, in fact, win. She won election as supervisor for the Algonquian District in Loudoun County of virginia so what, she did, like four people vote for that something like that there she is she's got her rainbow pin and and everything so good for her and she even has a bike pin because she's an avid cyclist she likes to flip wow. people off while biking how did you around. even become alerted of that story i just happened to see it on the daily wire oh man yeah how bizarre and, and then uh this is much more controversial there is a guy who was just elected to the the virginia senate his name he's a democrat his name is joe morrissey he won the uh, the Senate seat for Virginia's 16th district in 2013. He was a 56 year old member of the Virginia House of Delicate Delegates. He hired then 17 year old Myrna Pride to work as an intern in his law office. They began a sexual relationship confirmed by text and sexting evidence. The text included Morrissey bragging he had had sex with the teen on a conference room table, and then on the floor for good measure. Is what he said. <laughs> Since then, I, I, at least he's done the right thing. He married the girl and they have two children together. Oh, they got a bunch of kids together now. They oh, only I, have two is kids. There more? I thought it was two. Maybe He's like maybe a I'm hot misread. young black chick and he's like a creepy. He, she looks like his prostitute. I don't even see photos in this. You got to you got to Google these family pictures. They're hilarious. Uh, did you just search her name or what? Yeah, did you Myrna do? Pride. M-Y-R-N-A oh, Pride. Let's see what we got. Oh, they've uh, even taken old timey pictures. Oh, this is this is great. Uh, all right, let's Everybody see. should be Googling this right now. It's hilarious. Let's see what we got. Uh, oh, this one, this like first image here. Is this what you're talking about? With the four kids? There's Yeah, there's three kids and like someone standing by them. Uh, yeah, I think they have more. Oh, no, there is a fourth. I didn't see this one in the bottom right. There's one <laughs> hiding. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, yeah. Anyway, I guess he's done the right thing and, and they're together and they have all their kids. But uh, in terms of what actually happened, when she was 17 and this was going on, that is statutory rape in Virginia. The age of consent what? is 18. So he pled, he uh, pleaded guilty to the delinquency of a minor plus additional charges of indecent liberties with a minor in possession. Wait, and was he married when this happened before? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. If he wasn't married, I don't care about this. 
I don't know, man. There's like a she 40 year age barely, gap. There, there are tons of states where 17 is the age of consent. 16 is the age of consent. I'm not saying just, it's not gross or weird. I think I'm it's saying, super fool. If it's not over the line, it's so close to it. I just think it's. She it's wasn't best 12. To, she was 17, that. almost 18. It's the, it's the legal age of consent in most states. Maybe he was running to change the <laughs> change the age of consent. I don't anyway, know. He, did, he wasn't married. I, I don't care about this. He did plead guilty to the delinquency of a minor plus additional charges of indecent liberties with a minor and possession and distribution of child pornography and electronic solicitation of a minor. Now, in and it fairness, was just pictures of her 17 year old boobs or whatever. And she was a cons- uh, my understanding is she was a consenting member to these interactions. However, in Virginia, a 17 year old cannot consent to such interactions. That's the issue here. There's more, though. He served three months in jail. In 2015, he was again elected to the Virginia House of Delegates. Morrissey was also disbarred in Virginia in 2003 for frequent episodes of unethical. I can't even I don't even know what that word is. Contumacious or otherwise inappropriate mm-hmm. conduct. Um, and so they, they disbarred him. They removed his law license. What does that even mean? What did he do? They just said it was for frequent episodes of unethical contumacious so or not necessarily sexual and it must have been with his clients he was also disbarred in 2018 because of this sex scandal sounds like oh i have mixed feelings about this i, I don't know man i gotta say that like the the allegations against roy moore were extremely similar but for what two years age difference three years age difference I think yeah. and that's not, if what I defended happened, him too. <laughs> if that's true. And we don't even know what happened with Roy Moore. It's not confirmed. We have text evidence in this case. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I would not vote for this guy. Even if I shared his politics, I would not vote for yeah, him. Yeah, but like, we shouldn't be calling him a pedophile. I don't think he I've should have been charged with possession from... and distribution of child pornography if it's just of the 17-year-old chick. I've Yeah, it is. It's not like he had pictures of random 12-year-olds. That's my understanding. So I've tried to refrain I mean, from that word, but I also am not going to say he did nothing wrong. I think this is... It's really creepy, but he married her. And the other the other thing is, do you have any doubt that the Democrats would op- would weaponize this information against a candidate opposing them? Of course they would. Would they oh, say that that's yeah, fine? Of course. But that doesn't change the morality of this situation. Uh, Which well, I don't think is that. Yeah, I mean, bad. we're certainly it was against the law, but we're debating just in layman's terms whether it was right or wrong. This is the sort of thing where it's like I just have to declare an arbitrary number or call it as I see it, so I can't give you a satisfying rule. But I'm going to say 40 year age difference, and she's a she's under 18. I don't listen whether the law should should punish you or not i think you're a super weird dude and i'm not going to vote for you yeah uh somebody just said somebody just said blonde would you feel the same way if your daughter yeah i understand if my daughter did this i would be so disappointed i'd be horrified and disappointed you know Hmm. um immoral yes gross yes but like he, is he a pedophile? No. I mean, isn't, he's not a pedophile. It, isn't your, I think we've talked about this standard before too, that like numbers are less relevant than life stage, perhaps. Yeah. Have we discussed that role? Kind of like certainly I think that a, a, let's put it this way, a 40 year age gap. I think it's different between like an 80 year old rich man with a 40 year old trophy wife is different I than mean, 55 or 57 chick, and 17. You know, she probably like didn't have a lot of prospects and then she gets to ha- pop a few kids out and then she this guy is going to die in 20 years. 
she's going to be 37. She'll get all this money and she can remarry. <laughs> you got, she has to be thinking just, about this. I'm going to go with that. I think the life stage standard is a good standard. And this is not the same life. Stage 17 is legal in so many states that I just, and 16 is legal in so many states. I just, yeah, but again, we're, we're not debating the, the legality. We're just debating like, is this acceptable behavior or not in layman's no, terms? I don't think it's acceptable behavior, but I understand it. And we shouldn't be treating a guy like this. Like he's a pedophile. He's he's pedophile light. No, <laughs> no. Close. A pedophile is being sexually attracted. He to walks up to the children. pedophile pool and he dangles those toes right no over. Way. Come on. Everybody is lying to Come themselves. On. If we're all going to act like 55 year old men don't want to bang 17 year olds. Of course they, they do. But 55 year old men exercise judgment. Well, what they, would you do? What would you be saying if he had waited six more months? I would say I still think it's weird. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm not weird. I'm not but it be illegal. I'm not prepared to say what the law should do to him here, because at some level you do have to assign those arbitrary lines. And yeah. when they're on one side of them, the law, you know, the law is the law. But he's not a danger to society in the same way a pedophile is. Uh, I don't want to be his neighbor. I, I definitely don't. But I, I will exercise my uh, my freedom in that regard. Yeah, that's fine if you do, but I certainly would not want to be. Anyway, grown ass woman, seventeen. Grown ass. <laughs> Fair woman. enough. All right. All right. Uh, I've also defended Rob Lowe, who and he did something way worse. I forgot what he even did. He had like a. I might be wrong about this. I think he had a threesome that he filmed with like two sixteen-year-olds. Hmm. But all right. Well, I got over it. <laughs> yeah, and we're already tight on time. Let's get through the rest of the... Uh, so we got to talk about this body slam at Chick-fil-A. And before we do it's that... It's really I have, bad. I have an update for you. Ah. Oh, wait. No, wait. False alarm, false alarm, false alarm. Let's talk about Antifa. Save that. Yeah, I have Antifa. We will get to hoax hate in just a minute. Uh, I'll listen be really to quick with this. that again. Recall that, uh, that, that uh, the day that Andy No was actually assaulted in Portland, there were many assaults, several assaults. And... The, there was one person arrested and he's now actually been put in prison for almost six years, 70 months. This was the guy, yeah. if you saw the footage, you can see the image on your screen there of the head wound, but he was beating people with a collapsible baton. And this one, this, this guy who's wounded, his name is Adam Kelly. It, it reportedly took 25 stitches to, or 25 staples to close his wounds. The man who was arrested is 24 year old Gage Halapowski. He pleaded guilty to second degree assault for hitting the man, Adam Kelly. He's been sentenced to nearly six years in prison, as I, as I mentioned. Six years. That's so great. The attack being caught on video is cited by the defense attorney as leaving the Antifa attacker with few legal options. So remember, keep things recording when you're in these situations. And um, according to Andy No, this is only the second known case of an Antifa activist in the country actually getting prison time for their political violence. Recall that nobody has been identified or arrested in connection with Andy No's attack and robbery that day. So, yeah, I, I don't have much to say other than good. Good. Yeah. Especially I in Portland. I can't believe this happened when I read the story. I was like, what? Yeah. Especially in Portland. That is welcome news. But I, I mentioned I have an update in a prior story. And My now, nobody saw it happen, but it's it. totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. You think they'll notice? 
It was the hoax hate of the week back in mid-September. You'll recall at uh, the university at St. Thomas University in St. Paul, Minnesota, a case in which in which an undisclosed racist word was traced in the dust of a dorm bathroom window. We don't even know what word. Presumably the N word, but could have been any one of them yeah. in the dust on a window by finger. Residence Life Director Aaron Mackey at the time called the word in the dust on the window, quote, an act of hate against our black residents and a damaging act against the entire St. Thomas community. Well, <laughs> I've received an email from inside St. Thomas from the Office for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, something that I'm sure you're glad to fund through the massive public subsidy of these sorts of institutions. I'm glad they're getting to the bottom of it. The email from that office reads many uh many of you have asked us about the investigation outcome for the incident that occurred in september the racist word tracing <laughs> in a bathroom window thank you for your patience as saint thomas conducted an extensive investigation i can inform you that public safety has interviewed 254 <laughs> ireland hall residents and oh numerous God. visitors and reviewed footage captured by the hall security cameras despite these efforts we have not identified a suspect what I can't, a huge waste of time. I can't believe it. So, you know, if you're a student at St. Thomas and you're paying tuition and room and board, or, you know, if you're a taxpayer and you know that all the federal subsidy is going into institutions like this, 254. Now, I don't think that they actually sat down with 250 people and interviewed them face-to-face. -face. I think what they probably did is sent out a mass email. Really? I bet this was in-depth. You think they had a guy going around with a, you know, like he's a detective or something? Yeah, he's I taking bet they all these took notes? this very seriously. Oh my god! And the thing is, like, who gives a shit? What what is the what would happen if it was this guy wrote the N word in some in some dust on a window? Are you going to kick him out of school? Is he banned? There's no legal implication here. They, they would definitely the Saint, kick him out of school. They got the St. Paul police involved why in god's name would a police force be involved in this yeah don't deal with the murders in your city deal with this stupid hoax hate crime that nobody cares about that didn't affect anybody i, I can't believe it went unsolved how could such <laughs> i mean it happened in a bathroom too it's like yeah. i mean you'd have to review the footage of who's going in and out of the bathroom at what time they don't even know what time this thing occurred for god's sake it, we're wasting time on this nonsense but i wanted to give the update and uh i really want to get to the popeye's body slam before we get out of here so she got uh, hurt. She got really hurt. The clip is so violent that I had to censor it because I'm not sure I'd get in trouble. At this point, it doesn't matter. I can't, you know, I can show pretty violent clips on this show. I just can't say Erica Chiaromello is not the whistleblower. That's the line that YouTube draws. And this case isn't really hoax hate, but I did lump it in here because there's supposedly a hate element. Yeah, that black people did this to an old white lady. It's not that she said the end. I've <laughs> no, seen no evidence of that. She said it. Not she that it even it. matters. <laughs> this is in Columbia, Tennessee. A woman got into a verbal disagreement with employees inside of Popeye's, and it ended with one employee body slamming her outside the, re the restaurant and others taunting her. Reportedly, this all started when the woman complained of a double charge. That's what started the argument part of which we're about to see. According to one witness recording the footage inside, the woman used the N-word. And apparently another employee says that's the case too. So we have at least two pieces of testimony that she did this, but there's no tangible evidence at this point, at least anything that we can hear other than what's in those statements. I've not heard this lady using the N-word in the recording, but here is what happened at the Popeyes in Columbia, Tennessee. Me. She got it. She got it. 
do it. Do it. Do it. Smack me. He's saying smack me. Hit me. Hey, you say, hey, you in the wrong place. Hey, hey, you in the wrong place saying the N-word, though. Yeah, see, you go. Okay, the, the, this clip is about to end as much as we have available. It looks to me like at this point she's nudging out, but yeah. I can't tell. It looks, I, it looks to me like she left voluntarily and was removing herself from the situation. She was not being physically aggressive with anyone. Oh, yeah, you'll have to rely on the sound. Uh, you hear the one woman standing over her saying, oh, yeah, now you're going to act like you hurt. Ha ha. Basically, like you're going to fake like that, that was hurt. the scream of a woman breaking 11 bones. Correct. There's a little bit left here. Yeah, that's it. So, yes, the injuries uh, reportedly are six broken ribs and nine other fractures, I guess. So potentially oh, wow. up to 15 My broken bones, maybe. No, and a broken, oh, and knee, a broken so knee, 17 so, broken bones. Something like that. The man who body slammed the woman uh, is 29-year-old. Let's find the guy here. We can name him, just not the whistleblower. Uh, 29-year-old, his name is impossible to pronounce. It's uh, Darius Rochelle Hughes. Darius Rochelle Hughes, this guy. He's been charged with felony aggravated assault. He has been fired as well as at least one other employee. And she's the one who also says she heard the woman use the N-word. So to recap, uh -huh. the, the, the explanation is that the woman used the N-word, this according to the guy who recorded the footage inside the restaurant and one of the employees who participated in the beating and taunting. Okay. Dude, the, they should uh, charge him with attempted murder. I mean, the, the police are saying uh, additional charges could, could uh, happen. They're still could investigating. They? I mean, it's... um. Obviously, it does not matter if the lady said the N-word or not. If she said, you guys are a bunch of stupid N-words, the answer is to tell her to leave. And if she does not, you call the police to force her to leave. In no way does that justify what we just saw. Like, even if she said, you guys are stupid N-words, that is not the correct response. I see no evidence that she said that anyway. I don't. Yeah, I'm not satisfied that she did. I can't. I can't hear what she's saying. There's, the audio is too jumbled. I heard her say, I'm as black as you guys are. Is she black? No, I think she's white. Oh. But I, okay. I swear I heard her say I that. I guess I was judging by her white hair. Is she, is she black? Uh, now I'm not sure. <laughs> Put the chat on it. Hey, chat, I, let me I know. Mean, if, if she's black, that would make it even more ridiculous. Because her demeanor, hair, and purse situation led me to believe that she was She can't be white. Her name is Deborah Staggs. Yeah, that bitch is white, for sure. I mean, how many black chicks named Deborah do you know? Not a lot. <laughs> Deborah is a, is, a, is a name for an old white lady. Yeah, which is what we're observing here. As I mentioned, police say more people could be charged as investigation continues. Popeyes released a statement. We are shocked to learn about what happened in Tennessee. These actions run completely contrary to our standards and the integrity of our brand. Following an investigation, the franchisee took immediate action, and we are informed that the employee has since been terminated. The entire circumstance is highly unfortunate for all involved, and we hope to never see this type of behavior again. Uh, 
you know, say say what you will about Chick-fil-A and their politics. At least they don't body slam you over them at Chick-fil-A. I don't think I've ever been to a Popeye's, so I, I don't know how they compare. Uh, some people are saying she's white and some people are saying she's black. I I mean, does it matter at the end of the day? Yes. What does it change, really? I don't care if she said I don't I care if she's white. I want to know if this is racially motivated. It doesn't make it any less bad, but just for Oh, my you mean own... the attack? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, maybe. Um, we'll update the story if we get more information or later on as we close with Super Chat here if you see uh, more information in the chat. Anyway, and, and thanks everybody for putting up with what is an interrupted and, you know, if you're watching later, abbreviated show. Again, if you're just joining the first half hour of the show was deleted because I said Eric Chiaramello. Eric Ch- Erica Chiaramello is <gasps> <laughs> not the whistleblower. I said, oh, oh, Chiaramello is not the whistleblower. Uh, more full information on my Twitter account if you want to see exactly why YouTube is banning a name from being stated. <laughs> let's, get, let's get Super Chat and get out of here. Um, yeah, that's not Erica. <laughs> No. Who is that? Although he does have a very feminine facial structure. <laughs> uh, Raymond Jones. Matt and I once made love, uh, but we weren't totally sure if we did it or not, so we sent the possible sex tapes in private mode. Oh, yeah. All of these mm. are... Okay, I, I'll have to switch to the other one soon. Uh, Pasta Putin. Uh, started uni in Sweden this fall. Professors have already stated that biological sex doesn't exist and oh, that God. referendums on EU membership is inherently problematic. Starting to regret picking poli sci, to be honest. Just be a plumber, man. Just be a plumber. We need plumbers. Sweden needs plumbers. We need, we need practical skills. Yeah. Be an no engineer and then edge out the feminists that are clearly going to infiltrate all of this. <laughs> um, Nathan Billings. Hey, Mountain Blonde, longtime viewer. In person, I've actually made it to the live stream. Unfortunately, I won't likely be able to stay around for very long. Just wanted to give my support. Keep on rocking. Thank you. Sure. Nathan. Well, thanks for checking in, man. Very much appreciated. Oh, Katie, Katie May got dumped yesterday. The only thing Aww. that is getting me through this is knowing the blonde would have hated him because he's Jewish. <laughs> oh my God. Disavow. I've got to read these through before I read them on air. Disavow. <laughs> That's terrible, Katie. What the hell is going on here? Um, I don't know what to say, Katie. Uh, Anna Hitch, zero. First time donating. Blonde, have you seen the Netflix comedy special Elder Millennial? She's feminist but promotes trad values and gender roles. Also, very funny and spot on regarding relationships. Love to hear your thoughts. I have not. Maybe I will watch it with the hubby tonight. Mm. Uh, Deirdre, Deirdre716. Hey, guys. Brittany here, Denver Group. I wanted to shout out your show. I've uh, been a fan for years. I wanted to say the next meetup will be in January. Also, I am a ginger, Matt. I must know, why do you hate gingers? When have I ever said I hated gingers? I've never said any such thing. Yeah, you're probably confusing me for blonde. No, but I have a a newfound respect for the Irish. They can survive (laughs) only on potatoes. That's it. Just potatoes. (laughs) You know what I think of the Irish. Day of the brick, day of the rope, (laughs) oven ready. Vijay's opinion. (laughs) Daniel says, um, imagine a legal system where you were arrested without reason, given, hauled into court and found guilty without the charge explaining your punishment was partially secret. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is the standard it's we're no operating with fiction. on YouTube. It's insane. It's incredible. Yeah. Ken Nichols, blonde is wrong. It's not that the, the whistleblower is low level. He's a Democratic operative and was part of the Russia hoax. That is why he can't be outed. It destroys impeachment. 
Um, that's probably true, but I don't think that YouTube is thinking about that. I mean, perhaps they are. And it's the, both motives can be active. I mean, it's possible that it's politically convenient and wise from a legal liability standpoint. But yeah. I don't know how in God's name, how, first of all, if YouTube's maintaining the idea that they're a platform, they can't be, that's the entire point of being a platform. They can't be liable for defamation on their site. It would make us liable. Mm -hmm. And because this is already out there in the public sphere, I don't, a lawyer could explain to me whether this guy counts as a public figure or not. But even if he doesn't, you have to demonstrate that the information is false or that, that we acted with reckless disregard for right. the truth. No, we referenced public reports. There's exactly. no yeah. negligent disregard for the truth. There's no possible way a, a defamation suit could come our way, let alone YouTube's. They would lose. That's true. I mean, as far as him being a Democrat operative, um, that's clearly true. And, and everybody already knows that. And everybody also already knows that he was part of the Russia hoax. And so in this political climate, I feel like unveiling damning information is not going to stop anybody from doing what they want to do. I don't think that everybody knowing that would even hinder the impeachment. Hmm. They're, they're just going to do it. I mean, it doesn't really matter what the truth is. Uh, James Taylor, keep the good work, guys. Thank you. I love your song, Fire and Rain. Um, Austin Lord. Forty chess theory. Trump is taking the fall for Ukraine to expose Biden, the only moderate Dem in the race, giving Republicans the win in 2020. Oh, oh. Always the 4D, man. Uh, but I'd say uh, but the, that's as likely as Epstein killing himself. Never mind. And it doesn't explain Biden sniffing kids' hair. It's real. Why weird. the hell won't that stop? It's like for emotional satisfaction <laughs> rather than sexual gratification. He has like a potpourri of children's hairs in his home. It's in, in all the bowl. bowls. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan God, S. This Callian. Guy. My girlfriend and I think you guys make the best podcast we listen to get two together. Keep up the great work oh, well, and thanks, thanks for keeping us sane here in California. That is Appreciate so it. sweet. And good luck. I hope you have electricity. Yeah. Has that been resolved yet? Maybe you're some yeah. of the Californians that I don't think are being punished by the hand of God. Uh, Royal <laughs> Winds. Groypers exposing the grifters. Hilarious. Why can't they just give a boring answer instead of freaking out and slandering people? I know. It's like, yeah, that's the thing is like, I don't think you're obligated to answer any question. I don't think you have to. It's like, well, I just don't want to talk about that. Okay, fair enough. But that's what really loses me is where you're going to go call people names and assign motive to them and, and, and slant and just, just throw them under the bus and defame them. I, I hate that about the left. I don't want to see that come over to the other side also. Um, Sorcy says, I'm in my 50s and all my life I've been proud to be law-abiding the last few years with rules and laws designed to force my actions rather than prevent bad actions. I find being lawful meaningless. Um, that's true. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, this law is stupid and I'm not going to follow it. Do you ever do that? Um, well, I'm tempted to do that. The reason that I really stay as faithful to the law as I possibly can has less to do with principles and more to do with knowing that there are people out there trying to get us for the very kind of bullshit that they got us for on tonight. Like, for example, I've talked about it before with guns. Yes, I would love to configure certain firearms in illegal ways because the rules are arbitrary and nonsensical. However, I know all it takes is one Jared Holt phone call to the ATF to have them sniping my, my family and my dog. So I don't. So I stay I I stay on the straight and narrow so that I'm not uh exploitable in that way. Yeah. Although if the ATF came and shot Caesar. All right. You get one. You you get one. Good good pick. 
Chris Ames, uh, you got your wish, Matt, and they now see you. First they came for Alex Jones, and then they came for the rest of us. I know, our days are numbered. Uh, Dakota Stanton, YouTube, GFY. What is that? Good uh, go for fuck you. yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go, go fuck yourself. You should have been on that one before me. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> YouTube, God. good for you. Good job. This Groiper thing has just really made me feel like I'm a million years old. It is one of the first, uh, yeah, it's one of the, the first th the cultural events where I feel like kids these days, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. My sister so, was talking to me about the first time she watched Billie Eilish and like how confused she was. Like she watched yeah. her on SNL and she's like, I don't, I just don't understand. And then that was the yeah. moment for her that was like the chasm between millennials and generation Z. That's yeah. exactly how I feel about this Groiper thing. I'm like, like I get where you're coming from, but like, I don't understand you, you <laughs> children. Yeah. Uh, it's good though. Um, Steven Robert Roberts, fuck Jannies. I don't know. I don't know. We're don't past know, two hours. My brain's fried. Nathan Bolig, Matt Thank and I you. once made love in a live stream, but I mentioned another alleged whistleblower. Now I'm banned. We shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Well, that's true. Can I? The other angle we didn't talk about this, Gab tweeted out, and I think it's exactly correct. YouTube, Facebook, others collude to ban the mention of the name of the alleged whistleblower, thus confirming the identity of the whistleblower. Yeah. I mean, are we supposed to believe that this is not the guy now? Can I just say that, like, I don't know, John Smith is the alleged whistleblower and they'll shut it down? Yeah. Of course not. They're trying to protect this guy uniquely. And you can talk about all kinds of whistleblowers. You can talk about the Epstein tape, uh, the Amy Robach tape, whoever leaked that. You can talk about all kinds of whistleblowers through James O'Keefe. They protect this one uniquely. It's not a whistleblower yeah. standard. It's just this, this whistleblower. Just this one. Yeah. Alleged whistleblower. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Maybe that <laughs> super chatter's right. What? That it's just about protecting the impeachment proceedings. I, I think there's at least partial partisan motive here. And that's just because I'm running out of options on a list of potential explanations. And YouTube's not mm -hmm. giving me any to work with. Das Pooch. Matt, Amy Robach doesn't deserve any benefit of the doubt. She had three years to release the story. Then she went along with the company line when exposed to keep her job. She's an amoral whore. Yeah, I've kind of come around on that. And like a lawyer wrote her response. Yeah, I'm not defending her. I'm just saying I want to be clear in saying that we don't have the totality, the unedited totality of what she had to say at the time. It's possible there's additional pieces to that. That I doesn't mean that I approve of what she did. I think she sucks. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that there's not a lot of good explanations for why you would know about this large ring of pedophilia that potentially implicates a lot of powerful people and you sat on the information yeah. there's not a lot of good explanations for that um, but i still would like the totality of the explanation agreed uh raymond jones the youtube stream was still going on even after privatized until you guys restarted we just lost comments and private over your ugly mugs um <laughs> i mean seriously it's the hot mic moment i have nightmares about it uh yeah i mean there's no, the point is at that point, there's no way to unprivate that stream. YouTube locks it into private. There's so nothing the, you can do. So the episode we'll release today is just not going to include like the first 20 minutes. Correct. 30. There's nothing I can do. That's really weak. I guess I could splice them together and re-upload it, but they're going to take it down again for the exact same reason. Like there's AI presumably that used that to identify not Erica Chioromelo. Or there's a person watching this for that reason. Either way, it's not it's not worth my time. To oh man, imagine that being your job. If you're the person assigned to watching our show on YouTube, 
Yeah, go fuck yourself. GFY. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Uh, Sock Puppet Joe. Uh, it cut off after the video of Project Veritas. A theory is ABC was protecting the Clinton candidacy, not Prince Andrew. Ah, she did directly implicate Clinton. Yeah. Yep. Specifically. Colin says, when the left removes sections that tell more of the story than actual journalists, it's how you know that the left doesn't care about the truth or want Americans knowing the truth about how evil they are. Yeah. Chris yeah. Feilbach, I don't work for Google, but all the engineers I know that do are now aware of what happened to this stream. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks. I really Any appreciate that. Uh, seriously, the next insider I would love to see go to someone like O'Keefe is someone on the inside of YouTube or Google who knows how this sort of operation goes down. I'd love to see information made public about this. Uh, Greg Olson says, circumcision, God commanded it for the Jews, so it must be okay, but... The Apostle Paul said, circumcision is nothing and uncircumcision is nothing. Keeping God's commands is what counts. As in Corinthians. Uh, and then the Catholic Church has actually made public statements about circumcision and bodily autonomy. You guys should check those out. Tune in on Wednesday for all your circumcision talk, man. I'm, I'm happy that we talk about this so much. It's, it, is, it's very, it is interesting philosophical discussion. It's very discussion, important. Yeah. Yeah. very important that people don't circumcise their children. And we're having a baby boom in the right wing too. So I feel like it's really important that we talk about it. Uh, call, call her on Wednesday. Just just tune in. Uh, Liz Tallis is throwing some support while I still have the freedom to do so. Keep the Aspidistra flying. It's an Orwell reference. Ah, is that oh, like well, the, um, oh, in Brave New World. What is it called? The drug you take. I've read 1984 twice. I don't know why I, I cannot remember this. Thank you, Liz. Ken Nichols, uh, they're frightened. Keep humiliating YouTube. They're in full panic mode. His name is the Keystone and will be the end of the impeachment if he's forced to testify. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Uh, BB. I, I'm not quitting on this. I'm trolling. I'm trolling this till they outright ban me. I yeah. am not going to quit on this front. You're not going to ban so me from showing a picture of a guy or yeah. <laughs> saying a guy's name. I'm not doing that. Um, Soma is the drug in Brave New World. Thank you guys. Mm. Uh, my fucking brain. Um, BV struck by inspiration. I send to you a haiku, <laughs> not the flute tutor, Erica Charamello. Thank definitely you. Definitely not. Thank Caramel you for the correct Char pronunciation. We appreciate it's that. very key. Doesn't matter. YouTube is just demonstrating the fact that they can F with you anytime they want. I know. I know. Uh, Pop Mom, a big donation. So, yeah. Thank you for not being niggardly, Pop Mom. I am not going to be um, niggardly. That's only for Bernie to say. You can't say it. <laughs> I can say what I can say whatever I yeah. want, except for the name of one, one whistleblower. Erica. Yeah. Well done, Carry On. Nuff said thank you. Well, th oh, yeah. Orwell's goon. That's Guys, another one. I am not going to be niggardly. What? There were two. There I'm throwing two. this around for every. No, I just everybody's being very generous. So I'm throwing this around. Oh, okay. Orwell's goon. Uh, guys, I'll reach out. My girlfriend is an attorney and knows some good civil rights attorneys. YouTube is screwing over Medicare, too. Uh, Sargon discussed it on his last live stream. GF thinks you have a solid case. Yeah, nice. I would love if, if lawyers want to take on this case, I am more than willing to uh, explore the option, not only on our behalf, but I'll tell you what, I think that there's a solid case on behalf of the consumers who are super chatters who support this show and others, too. We know for a fact that if they don't like what you say in the super chat, they delete it and give it to an unknown charity an unknown they've, charity they've disclosed yeah. this and that seems to, there's to me as a layman that seems to me like it's got to be if it's not violating certain kind of bait and switch right. laws cons consumer protection laws it's got to be right up on the line 
And they do it in such a way that you can't tell whose donation has been deleted because they'll delete the username and the message. So yeah. the only thing that is decipherable is the amount of money, which is usually not enough information. It's it's like saying I I take money to provide a service. I get the money and then I go psych, not right. providing the service. Go away. It seriously might go to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, we joke, but that's entirely possible. Uh, Jess Han, long time no chat. Wanted to show my support because you more than deserve it. I'm proud that you two are part of this country, and the irony of sending this via YouTube is yeah. not lost on me. Sorry, unfortunately, Thank you so. Much, so. Jess. And but that's that's the thing is I I've loved this arrangement. We love this arrangement. I don't want it to change. As I said earlier, YouTube just fuck off and let us talk, and you get you get your cut. We're just talking about the news. Just take you, your money and shut your mouth. You don't have to do anything. Thank you for the platform on which we've built this. I, I am genuinely thankful for that. Let's not fuck it up. Got a good thing going. Don't just thank stop them meddling. For, come on. We did all the work here. They just provided they, us a way to do it. A means It's to true do it. that potentially someone else could, but the reason this show has the platform it does, the reason my name and your name is out there with some degree of, of um, notoriety is because of this platform. I have no, to. No, it's because of your hard work. That's well, both. Why. I mean, it's not mutually exclusive, but, but yeah, they gave me a place to do that hard work for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like renting an office and then being like, I want to thank this office for the book that I wrote while I was it's in true. this office. Like, it's no. true that one ingredient is probably more important than the other. I'll it's give a you thousand that. times yeah. more important than the other. Uh, Mark Duquesne, Trump is right about China, is right about Islam, is right about women, are right about Epstein not killing himself. <laughs> uh, Shauna Thornton. It's this too is long just of a chain for me to follow right now. This is just to say that YouTube takes it up the butt more than Scandos fence sit. <laughs> also, on. Matt, way to get in touch with your inner Viking. Uh, well, I haven't even the, my stream of the game went off, and I can't go over there and reset it, so I haven't even checked the score. Vikings retake the lead over the Cowboys. It looks, oh, wow. Vikings have the ball 40 seconds left, 28 24. It looks like they're going to pull it off. Cool. Ah, uh, sweet. Super <laughs> jazz. Thank you. Uh, Chris Buckley. I think today is the first time I realized it was Sunday night and thought, yes, Beauty and the Beta is on tonight. Don't ever leave us again. Love you guys. We love you too, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Um, mm, oh, 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 Kevin. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, that one looks a little rough. <laughs> I can't, Kevin. The one he sent the next time was also <laughs> Kevin. Marvo93, these past four years, almost every ounce of my Mexican patriotism has been snuffed out. My family is lovingly worried since now I'm self-loathing on three fronts being a gay millennial Mexican. I love you, white America. <laughs> is that hate speech? <laughs> I guess that... so. You know you're uh, a white nationalist, right? God. Richard Enormous, you guys think Biden sniffed Hillary's hair once and got brain damage? <laughs> That is okay, a good here's theory. a perfect That's example. A good theory. Somebody that sent $20 in between Automata and Polish Mob got their message deleted. And yeah. I don't know what the message was or who sent it. So Correct. It's funding an abortion right now. Yep. Um, Automata. By illegal. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, two in illegal. All, all illegals, everyone <laughs> all involved. <laughs> Including the abortionist. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, the abortion provider. There it is. The guy doing the fill in the blank. Um, so YouTube will cut off automata. So YouTube's will cut off live streams and make them private because they mention things without enough context to tell if they're a violation or not. Doesn't pulling down prevent context from being added? Yes. I'm sure Skag mentioned that in his long yeah. correspond, long angry correspondence. Well, with YouTube. Now, 
Yeah, exactly. Now I feel like I'm going to have to make a video to explain all of this. That's the thing that pisses me off the most. Explaining to the audience about what the hell happened has been lost. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage you, again, if you're tuning in, you want the full explanation of what happened, check my Twitter feed. And you can also go back and listen to the show on the audio platforms for the first half hour of the show. You can hear everything that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, Midwest Madge. I have to sleep, work at 6 a.m. I'll catch the rest tomorrow. A few bucks for another great show. Thank you, Madge. Darth mage, Crip. mage. Is it mage? Yeah. Do I always Isn't that like that? a wizard thing? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Darth yeah, Crypto. Whatever. As a Jew, I don't want to give up shekels and I don't want to catch the ire of Air Fuhrer Kevin. <laughs> but I just have to. Epstein didn't kill himself, by the way. Him and Weinstein, too. At least Biden isn't one of them. <laughs> All right. Shauna Thornton. The Japanese love Trump. Also, Trump. Trump's adorable grandpa moments are optics gold. His team should just run loops of all of his lovable moments and he'll get the woman. But that's the thing. He's he's a likable guy, like mm. he's an affable, likable man. Dangerous spaces. George Stephanopoulos is the main ABC anchor. He was Bill Clinton's chief of staff. He had, he's had dinner with Epstein. ABC kills the Epstein story. This reeks of political corruption. Or is that oh, or is it just you? Yes, of course. And, and Robach be. actually mentioned that she said, like, like how many rich and powerful men were on that plane were at that island i mean she's just ragging on the network basically uh for some okay. reason I... i'll read this okay go ahead go ahead less than six years for attempted murder 419 years because a land whale had a heart attack near your car sounds about right hong kong <laughs> i'm game with I, I, i'm game kevin i'm game not your next one though your next one's way too bad Gentleman activist, the guy who stabbed the anti-Trump baby balloon has been charged by the police. Finally, leftists has found a baby they don't want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good one. I like that one. Trent Manslow. Hey, guys, been watching for close to a year. First super chat. Love the show. Just saying I What's up, Trent? Oh, um, thanks. Doesn't matter. Wait a damn minute. Who is Erica Limoncello? Yeah, nobody knows. Nobody knows. But you can't say certain names closely associated or sound similar. My uh, God, um, I just want to check in really quick too. I sort of forgot to open. A, I have a big treasure chest on DLive to open up. And there are a lot of people still hanging out over there. So I'm going to get that going. Uh, at the height, and I apologize that I kind of neglected it and all the chaos, but we had almost, we had like three and a half thousand people over on DLive. Holy shit, are so you So it serious? looks like a ton of people went over there. And I'm glad that you guys have found DLive. Consider it as an alternative. And thanks for heading over in the face of YouTube censorship. Whoa. Well, that um, gives me I, hope that if we get nukes off of YouTube, we can still survive. I don't have a list of everybody contributing over on DLive, but uh, C's, Cali SoCal, and Blonde something, although it cuts it off. Thanks for supporting the show. And Is it, it looks my like mom? We still have two and a half thousand people hanging out over on DLive, so it wow. looks like maybe a silver lining, we get a little bit more vibrant community on DLive. Yeah, diversity. That's what we want in our it community. It is our strength. It is always the strength. Always, always, always. A uh, gentleman activist, the guy who I just read that one, um, Trent Manslow. I read that one too. Okay, Katie Reed, <laughs> who is smoking hot. What's up, Katie? Ooh. Matt once made love to me in the Lolita Express, but he doesn't need to worry about those charges anymore. <laughs> Let me reload this. Um, yeah, those Ken, are gone. Ken Nichols, and I apologize for saying that the Teutonic blonde goddess was wrong. I don't remember what about, but I think you might have been right. If you said it was about <laughs> the, um, what are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at Kevin's super chat that I don't know if you skipped on purpose or not. Absolutely. I it's skipped a, that on it's purpose. too rough for me to read, but just in case people want a Kevin check in. Whose fiance is he talking? He must be talking he's about He's talking your about fiance. mine because I riffed on the Irish. And he's saying that uh, because a certain 
large individual keeps satisfying my fiance. Uh, <laughs> well, he's right. Tyrone is originally an Irish name. That <laughs> that name's originally from Ireland, and that's why I'm bitter. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Nobody asked you, Kevin. I just wanted to acknowledge. Oh, Matt Fields, <laughs> you guys do know that Schiff let uh, EC's name in Taylor's public transcript, right? Nice pick there, blonde, you sly peach. Appreciate you guys and Matt's principles. See you on DLive with a killstream. I mean, it's possible he's not the the whistleblower, I suppose. Yeah, it's Maybe totally possible, but we also presented that. You know, and you should be yeah. able to talk about it. This guy might be, he might not be. Here's the evidence. Yep. Um, Seth Vader, I've been listening for two years and I'm still entertained by every show. I pick it over Crowder's every week. Well, oh I'm my God. always honored to be uh, mentioned among such names. So thank you for that. Can anybody and, in the live um, chat tell me what was our maximum viewership tonight? It might be kind of hard because we have a lot of people on D-Live. We have no idea. But I'm pretty sure say, like 6,000 um, people were watching tonight. About Steven Crowder too. I don't know anybody who's fighting this YouTube censorship issue as hard Harder as he and his team is. And I very, very much appreciate that, that. half Asian lawyer is not fucking around. Yeah, uh, they they are going to bat for all of us uh, and they're in position to do that. And that's one like, you know, as soon as all that stuff was happening with Vox, it's, you know, I, I realized I got to support everybody I like. I got to make sure that I'm sending everybody I like a little bit of money each month and keep this stuff alive. And, well, and they're, they're doing the same thing. They're putting their resources to fighting this nonsense. YouTube is fighting a losing battle anyway, because as I've just been informed by the live chat, at the maximum uh, point of viewership tonight, we had 4,500 on YouTube and at the same time, 3,600 on DLive. That might be the most That's our uh, most viewed concurrent viewers we've ever had. ever had. I don't know that we've ever clipped like seven. I think we've, eight. We, we clipped eight. We had yeah. 8,100 8, live viewers tonight. That's pretty incredible. So thanks for hanging out with us, guys. And again, Damn. it's I hate that the show was all disorganized and nonsensical. But that's the Streisand effect. You know, it's possible that several people, a lot of people, find the show because of this nonsense. Yeah. And they learn the name Nas Erica Chiaromello in the process. The idea that they're going to put, as Tim Poole put it, put the toothpaste back in the tube. Good fucking luck. You can't dude. do it. You, you I like the milk back in the udder. I like that one too. Yeah. Um, Yukon Don, a lot of us older types don't get all this computer shit, but whatever platform you go to, we'll figure it out and we'll follow you there. Rock on. Thank I you so much. I really and I will too. It. I still don't fully understand D-Life. Neither do I. But we'll try. Um, we're good. Thank you. Okay. I do have uh, some people over on Streamlabs as well. I left off with Reticus. We are going to look back at the tranny phenomenon as we look at the lobotomies that are performed on psych patients. These people are clearly... Uh, they clearly have some sort of mental disorder and need some sort of treatment to come to terms with reality. Well, that's that's the irony. It's always presented as hate. And it's like, listen, this, regardless of your opinion, this does appear to be a legitimate medical condition. Right. We want everyone to be well. We want everyone to be happy. There's a lot of skepticism that cutting off your dick is not a uh, good path to happiness. What? It sounds like outcomes. it would make you happy immediately and solve all your problems. We're pumping kids full of hormones. Nobody here is aiming to have other people live a miserable life. In fact, we're trying to have everyone live a, a great, fulfilling life. That, that It's hate. Nobody's trying to harm other people. They're trying to help other people. Just disagree about how to do it. Phil says... Uh, <laughs> Well, he's just glad to see the TPS, TPUSA people outed as the shills they are. Uh, thank you, Phil. Very much appreciated. And uh, he deserves one of these, too. I am not going to be niggardly. 
Josh Allen's hurdle says someone needs to sue YouTube and Facebook for copyright infringement to get uh, to get the Section 230 liability protections issue adj- adjudicated. They want to be both a platform with protections and a publisher. Also, who wins the survivor pool since all six remaining lost today? Did we all lose? I'll, I'll have to email or message all of you guys to figure out a solution. We had six people remaining in the NFL survivor pick em pool. And I picked the Colts to beat the Dolphins. Maybe everybody else did. But if he's right, everybody lost today. So who gets the prize? I'll have to sort it out. Darlene says they have cut the live feed on YouTube. Yeah, they uh, they did Shouted. it because we said not Erica Chiaramello. We sure did. Or no, I did say that, but Erica Chiaramello <laughs> is not the whistleblower. That's why. <laughs> Check out my Twitter feed for the full explanation. And I'm, perhaps I'll explain it more later this week. Walsey says, since the banning of Tim Pool, I'm not surprised to see this guy defended like this. Uh, I assume talking about not Erica. Lumberjack says, me and Matt uh, once made love, but had a threesome with Eric redacted due to bullying Democratic <laughs> operative. Thank you. Appreciate that. Eric Austin says, a couple of blips on your end card was showing with the message stream offline, but could still hear your conversation. Weird. Good thing we didn't say any shit. I don't ah. think. <laughs> but still could hear or also no live chat option is showing and no option to thumb up or down check Twitter. Okay. So this must be how this is some it's because Twitter like developed this technology specifically for the Erica Chiaromello issue yeah. and it's totally botched. It it has these nonsensical outcomes because they had to make it in about 2 seconds. I am not going to be anyway, niggardly. Anyway, thank you. Lizard says seemed like an important moment to clearly uh, show support. You two are greatly appreciated. Give him hell, Matt. Well, thank you. And thank you guys for putting us in position to, to fight this fight. Uh, hopefully. And, uh, and, and thanks to everybody else who is fighting the fight too. God Emperor of Duncan says when the campfire marshmallow toasting Trump's common sense, but you whistleblow the flame out in time, you had a charmello. Okay, so he started to find the term charmello. Yes. We'll have to think more about that one. Thank you for the inspiration. Humane Mind says, Groypers are socialists, white nationalists, and leftists. It is aggravating to no end to see all these so-called Christians supporting them. They have no right to say things, but with how many cheer them, the left is one RIP USA 1776 to 2019. I don't know enough about their positions, and frankly... Um, my my observation of their interaction has less to do with who believes what and just more in terms of how we resolve these things. Yeah. As I said, I'm not thrilled with disrupting an event because it's not your event. But if you're but to, the question is, do you invite that if you go and talk shit about people on Twitter and other social media platforms Probably. and then they come to your event looking to talk to you? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not. I can't endorse the disruption, but I do know that the people who, that everybody wants, everybody wants discussion on civil peaceful terms. And it appears to me that one party is not willing to do that. And I find that frustrating. That doesn't mean I agree with all their positions and I haven't taken the time to even consider what they believe specifically. Yeah. But I can see why they're frustrated. Let's put it that way. Um, reload real quick. And oh my gosh, a few more. Philip says, uh, let's make the Erica Chiaramello effect the new Streisand effect. I can't repeat the actual words that he wrote, of course. It's going to happen. Nathan says, I don't have anything important or significant to say tonight. Freedom of the press is only meant to be applied um, 
to folk with cast iron printing presses in their basements and large multinational corporations <laughs> with one world viewpoint. Clearly the founder's intent. Frenchinator says, poor one out so blonde will have to go uh, do what women never do. The view is less calm than a fox. Uh, the view, the show, is less calm than a fox in a henhouse. This uh, this culture war is greater and uh, and the money given to countries is great. We don't need money for a wall. Bordering is racist. Michu says, Eric C. did not blow the whistle on Epstein's murderer. That's correct. PP Kitty says, screw the YouTube overlords. Never get to give into terrorism. Never apologize. Endure and survive. I'm willing to I'm willing to 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 die on this censorship hill, as I said. If they're actually willing to stop my streams because I wear a shirt that says Erica Chiaramello is not the whistleblower, fine. Yeah, fine. That I will take a stand on that one. Something would have gotten us if, if that's gonna be the case. Yeah, how ironic of all the shit that, that has said, been said on this show and all the horrendous jokes. It's gonna be you. It's gonna be well, you. one, for for it to be me would be unbelievable. And two, for it to just be a guy's name as opposed to <laughs> quasi calls for violence that I have to disavow broad generalizations about particular groups of people, edgy jokes in the chat, all that shit. I don't and know it's what you're me talking about. saying a guy's name. Phil says we should have picked our own. <laughs> I can't read this. Thank you, Phil <laughs> chicken fried monkey. This stream has made me mad enough to spit nails, but I'm still appreciative of the new friends made at the Nashville meetup. I was introduced to two bands that I now love and some great bourbon and great food and Epstein didn't kill himself. Well, thank you. And thanks for organizing and thanks for supporting the show. Obviously uh, we're well past time and I know you have a hungry husband and I'm hungry too. Um, and I yeah, I do have a few more though. And the Vikings won. I got to watch the highlights. Yay. All right. You got a few more. Carry us out of here. Um, Zirindu said, think of a woman as a bowling ball because just like a bowling ball a woman has, correct, she's got three of them. Think of a man as a delivery man. What does he deliver? Sausage, but he can only deliver one at a time. What is this from? Is that from The Simpsons? I don't know. I don't know that quote. Um, Fritz Leschenbrenner said, six million watched the show tonight. <laughs> Sway Ocean says, Michael, Michael Moreno was about to be silenced by YouTube. Michael Moreno is uh, the kid who previously lost a high school debate for quoting Ben Shapiro because it's hate speech. And then he posted this video recently where his college professor is going off about, um, I forget the exact context of the, of the debate, but it was like concepts like science uh, are inherently white supremacist, that sort of thing. Oh. And it was something about how, we don't know that that space exists because no black astronaut has ever experienced it, even though black astronauts have. It was weird. It's the weirdest thing ever. You can go to his, it's Michael Moreno. You can listen to his recording of his college professor and it looks like he's doing good work. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for your support tonight. Oh, we're good? Viewership. Yeah, we're good. All right. Well, yeah, seriously, guys, thank you so much. And uh, thanks, thanks especially for putting up with a disorganized, nonsensical show. I will, if you're watching on YouTube after, I'm going to put as much context, ironically, since YouTube is demanding context, in, a, in the comments, in a pinned comment, so you can understand exactly what happened and why, so you know what to write in your fuck you tweet to YouTube creators and Susan WikiWiki or your email or whatever you're doing. Yeah. And perhaps I will make a solo video this week explaining more if there's more information or explaining what happened. Uh, I'm bummed. Again, if you want to hear the, the all of the commentary at the top of the show in which we explain what happened and our thoughts about it, the best place to head over to would be DLive. 
There is a backup recording of everything over there. BitChute feeds from YouTube, so I'm not sure if that's going to work. Uh, you can find it there. DLive does expire after about a month, so if you're listening later and it's gone, check out the audio feeds. The audio yeah. feed will be intact. I'll put them together tonight so that they're one nice, long, even file. Uh, other than that, man, thanks for hanging out with us and thanks for helping us produce this show each and every week. All YouTube has to do is just shut the hell up and let it happen and they cash in. Instead, they're throwing hurdles in front of us every step of the way. And uh, it's really frustrating, but uh, the reason that I, I mean, I was, I was bitching before. It's like, I put in so much work today to make this stream happen. Yeah. And then they just shut it down. The reason I love doing it is, is one, I, I just love thinking about these things. But two, the fact that there's so many people looking forward to it every Sunday night, the fact that this stupid conversation we have is appointment viewing for people. It's a huge obligation and it's awesome. And I don't want it to die. And the reality is it's not going to, even if YouTube kills it, uh, I've, I've spoken for too long. I'm just saying a sincere thank you for making this show what it is and for putting us in position to die on this hill. If we must, and I will, as far as YouTube is concerned, I don't care if they delete my channel over this fair enough. We had a good run. Uh, (laughs) yeah, Good for you, YouTube. Good for you. <laughs> Not go fuck yourself. Good for you. Quote of the night. Anyway, if you, uh, well, thanks for hanging out with us live. If you're listening later, YouTube, DLive, wherever you are, bitch you. Thank you as well for hanging out with us and making our show a part of your life. Remember, not only can you get the full recording of this particular band show, but you can get extra material on the audio platforms. You can get replays of the call-in show, some other interviews that we've done that you might not find on YouTube. Those are all linked from the website as well. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. We got them all. They're also linked conveniently in the description for you. And you can also email us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. In theory, we'll be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, <laughs> sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not Meet the Press. It's Beauty and the Beta. I don't know, though. We'll try. We'll be back on DLive at the very least. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.